Whoa. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dragons and Dread Forts, the ultimate Game of Thrones companion podcast. If you were here listening last week, you remember my disclaimer at the beginning about having my sinus stuff going on. Well, this is recorded the next night, and it has not gone away. (laughs) Two nights in a row, bitches. Yeah. What up? I do like seeing your faces here. Yeah. So... If well, thanks. We want to run it back next tomorrow night, then that's <laughs> fine with me. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, three days is. I can do too it. Much. Let's go. All Let's right. Go. <laughs> I'm actually recording SJN show tomorrow night. Yeah, you are a uh, god amongst podcast men. It's too much for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling it right now. Um, in addition to your sinus things, right? That's probably why it hasn't gone away in a week. It um, could be because I'm not yourself a little too hard, not resting. taking care of yourself. Yeah, like Monday night I went, Oliver had soccer right after work, so I went to that, and then I took him um, home, you know, afterwards. I got home at like 8.30, and then I had to watch Game of Thrones, and then Tuesday, Stella had uh, gymnastics after Uh work, and so I went to that, and then got Mm -hmm. home and had to watch Game of Thrones, because we were doing two episodes this week, Yep. and then Wednesday, got home, had to watch yesterday's episode twice or right. you know the second time take my notes you guys came over we were up we were here way too late and then way too late the same thing today i got home had to watch the episode a second time and then so and then tomorrow is gonna we're recording three episodes tomorrow yeah whoa because we're missing some time later in the month it's wow. actually the savannah trip that we're gonna be missing hell yeah Fuck um, them. so we're trying to get ahead on that one and mm. so it's a lot oof Thankfully, those aren't usually three-hour episodes. Um, You're not doing three three-hour episodes tomorrow no, night? I, I couldn't handle it. I'd be up till four, and then i get kids first thing Saturday morning. So yeah, That sounds awesome. I mean, y'all are normally around an hour on those, and you have like a 15-minute break in between. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, it's a long all night. All it's about the same. And we start later. We start at nine. Oof. Like, they get here at nine, and then we do the same shit we do here. <laughs> right. Where you show up, and then we start an hour later. Um so yeah, so it's it is not the best idea. It's a lot, um, but hopefully taking next week off, I'll be better for the next week. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Not taking next week off from re- record or uh, releasing episodes, right. dear listener. We <laughs> prepared to, for this. We're trying to build up a Correct. backlog. Yeah. yeah, we're also gonna at some point in the near future release a release schedule for the for this show um to try to fit it all in before house of the dragon releases in august so if you were hoping for another three hour episode to listen to during the week have we you got a deal for you, you. The deal for you. <laughs> hold on to your butts <laughs> um so typically we start this with apology corner yeah would you like to do that um no? I haven't listened back. Yeah, that's okay. So that's the problem. I'm really gonna remember. have to. I'll do it. Yeah. Who? What do I need to apologize? Well, for? I've got I've Tell got me. two of my own. Oh. Oh. Wow. Two. Wow. The first one goes out to you, Nicholas. What? I called you a pussy. You did. Yeah. And I didn't mean it. It's not. Oh, are you talking to? You're oh, okay. I, I called you, were you apologize to the, 
Nope. Pussies. Nope. Okay. Nope. I'm apologizing to you okay. for being mean. It was supposed to be a joke, and I don't know if it was funny. In it probably wasn't. Four, four-ish years of mm. being your friend, I think you've said sorry like once. Well, I, I wonder don't know that I've ever called you a pussy before. I wonder if it's have. because this time, instead of waiting a week, where he, by like day by that three, time. he's like, I don't care about him anymore. <laughs> I actually he has wrote to it. See you the next day. I wrote it last night while we were recording Ooh, that's sweet, on man. on this episode's list um, because I was like, oh, that was too much. Well, that's very sweet of you. I phone? accept. Yeah, I humbly gosh. accept your apology, Lydia. Hi. Hi. You're getting the other apology. Oh no! Not for talking about sex things, which I know that you don't like being apologized to for. Yeah. But for calling you bitch. <laughs> did call me a bitch i also supposed to be a joke did he call you a bitch or did he call i called you her bitch? bitch not a oh. bitch i called you bitch because you didn't want to be called lady yeah so i was like okay bitch i was it was fine i didn't I know. take offense to I, it yeah but after i wrote that you one down keep too workshopping nicknames we don't have to stick with bitch yeah i'm not gonna stick with bitch for sure i'm definitely i definitely i tried it out i uh-huh. gave it a fair shot yeah it i didn't like it's recorded for all to hear. Yeah, I didn't like it. So that those are my apologies. I'm not apologizing for any of the other content. Right. But just specifically referring to you as bitch, I, f- I didn't feel... That one didn't yeah. sit right. I'm certain that there are things that I should be apologizing for. Well, we'll do an extra but, long one Yeah, we'll have week. to do one when it, when it airs. I um, talked about things I should probably apologize for, but hopefully you're going to cut those out, so... Oh, yeah. I think... <laughs> I think if, it's in so. the, if it's in the text thread... I will cut it out. Cool. It is. If it's not, I'm not. It is. I'm not going to cut it out because that's I can't keep track. I'm going to have six hours of editing to do, yeah. and I <laughs> I just can't like pick and choose. If it's in the text thread, so if you ever say something and you're like, eh, let's cut that one out, you can just text it. Um, didn't know that was the rule. You have an apology. I do. Yes, I just remembered. You didn't it? bring any fucking cookies. Oh no! Oh, yeah, no. this room has a lack of oh, cookies. Man. Wow. Today was a shit day. No yeah, 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 I know. That sucks. You're right. Should have put money on that. Bet. Yeah. We wow. really should have. Damn it. Now I really want a black and white cookie. Yeah, I did too. All right, let's stop the podcast. Go get the Intamins. Actually, you no. Let's told keep... me you were having a shitty day. I would have brought cookies. I was a, it was a rough one. Um, let's just keep recording and go to a bakery together. <laughs> also, no, she wouldn't because she promised to bring us food like the second time she was on this show. She's never cooked for us. What did I promise to ring? You just said you would cook for us. You didn't no, specify. I didn't. Yes, you did. We'll run that shit back. I think she specifically said she would cook for you. Okay, well, guess what? Still hasn't <laughs> happened. I knew you promised to cook for somebody that yeah. and I was involved not, in not that. Not for the show. Well, that's fine. Cook for me then. Okay. Um I forgot I was gonna go oh, do you have uh pigeon sex bird facts? I forgot that. Oh my god, what have, the fuck is happening? Do you have pigeon sex? Here, I can no. pull that up real fast. Yeah, if you could just find us a quick fact. Um both okay. of you let me down tonight. I'm sorry. But you're both forgiven because I called you a pussy and you you not a bitch, just bitch. Just and bitch. so I think that this evens out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, did he wanna He never responded, so I guess that's what we got. Should we try to call him? If you want to, yeah. Yeah, Let's you should. It. And uh, I felt a little weird about the money thing, so I apologize to everyone for that. What money thing? Uh, right after we were talking about intelligence, I was like, but Nick, you make the best. You oh, make the most here. That yeah, just well, felt a little weird. He does hate that. It's I like that you apologized 
to Nick for saying that he makes a lot of money, but not to <laughs> me for saying I don't make any money. I didn't say you don't make any money. I okay. said Nick makes the most, and then you said I do fine. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure the Bluetooth was working. Sorry, I'll cut that part out. Okay, um, okay, let's. Okay, I I need to apologize in advance. I think he called me a while ago, and I haven't called him back, so he may get into me a little bit for that. That's great. I want to hear people get into you. See if he answers. Historically, I don't think he answers. That's uncomfortably loud. Sorry. It's not your fault. Your call has been forwarded Bummer. to an automatic Damn. voice message system. Jordan Busy Cruz. <laughs> Leave a it's message not on available. here. All right. At the tone, Can he hear us? Please forward your message. Yeah. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Oh, he's calling back. Nope. Let's accept an end. Hello? Hey, Can buddy. Can you hear me? Hold on one second. Hold on. Can you hear me now? Yeah. What's hey, up? Me. Yeah. Hi, Jordan. Not much, man. Hello. Hi. We got the whole gang here. Yeah, the you whole gang. You didn't text me back, so Justin decided we were just going to call you. Mm, nice. You are live on the air. Wow. So be careful what you yeah, say. So watch your language. I know you're really bad with those curse words. <laughs> I'll I'll do my best. I'll try to self censor. Appreciate it. Filthy mouth. And this this is a family friendly show. It's true. <laughs> from from my listening experience, I can 100 percent agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess it depends on what family you're you're trying to. <laughs> raise. I guess it also depends on if George. It's dysfunctional. It's dysfunctional, but it's a family, you know. Yeah, it's different. It's a different thing. Um, so Keith said that you sent him a voice memo, which we have not listened to yet, because I was just going to try to get it live before we played it. So okay. we haven't we haven't yet uh, listened, but uh, we wanted to say hey and then give you an opportunity to talk to us a little bit. Yeah, hundred percent. So. Uh, I I want to officially extend an invitation to the Dragons and Dreadforts podcast to find their way out to Denver, Colorado. Oh hell yeah! For us to do a show out here, you know, I Damn. got I got some gear out here. You guys bring some gear. We can do a show. Um, maybe even do a video episode somewhere we'll figure something out that'd be awesome you know? Just do it on the top of a mountain or i'll something. uh i'll talk to the higher up see if we can get it all oh, come <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that'll be good put it on the yeah can do by the way jordan while we have you uh this nick here i'm really sorry <laughs> for this? talking shit <laughs> for talking so much shit to you when you called in uh that was like the last voicemail we ever got <laughs> <laughs> it was the last one yeah so, so clearly it's because i talk so much shit so i'm sorry man my bad no no it's all good I'm I'm cool with it, Nick. Well, that's you know? good. It, it took it did take me quite a while to get the get the thing out, and I'm pretty sure I was out of breath the whole time. <laughs> there's something weirdly nerve wracking about calling that hotline, so it is what it is, you know. I love that. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, that I would love that. I think that would be a lot of fun, especially. So I was mapping it out recently. Um, we're getting nearish the end. Uh, we are hoping to. Uh, speed up the process a little bit and finish this podcast um, 
just in time for the uh, airing of House of the Dragon, which is the new Game of Thrones yeah. spinoff, um, which airs in August. So sometime between now and August, um, that would be a lot of fun, I think, uh, to try to make it out I there. Think, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's perfect. I had been thinking about, like, you know, season finale or even, you know, doing something like that. Because I, I thought about this a while ago, and then it just struck me that I needed to call you guys and just do it. Uh, so yeah, you. I think that'd be dope, and we'll do we'll do something big. Yeah, th- that know? would be that would be super fun. Um, and getting, I mean, I know that you've been supporting and listening in and um, being a part of the team for a while. So I I love the idea of having like people who've supported us uh, and someone that we just love as a human being. Right, that's it more than anything. Get to be a part of like I th- well we have fun more than anything. I right. don't know. I don't know from a like listener standpoint, from your standpoint, uh, what it's like. But yeah, we have fun doing it, and I think it, you would bring a f- really fun element. So I would love to do that. Jordan, you want to hear a fun sex fact about pigeons? <laughs> well, I think I'll just wait till the episode. Eric. All right, man. Whatever. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, do you have any fun sex facts about pigeons? I do. I do. Actually, I do have a fun fact, but I am not comfortable sharing it. Oh, here. I swear I to God, it. if it's the same one, I am. Can you text it to <laughs> yeah. us? Can you text it to one of us? Yeah, I'll text it. I'll Thank text you. you the research uh, study one of my coworkers is telling me about today. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and um, then we can uh, uh, yeah. we can read the anonymous uh, story headline <laughs> right. um, from an yeah. anonymous source. <laughs> no one will know it's from you. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I just... It, I just there are words I don't feel comfortable saying, you know, um, <laughs> for all posterities. But I, I'm comfortable sharing the info, even knowing it's coming from me. Well, yeah. you, and you know anyway. that you know that I've got no problem saying those words. Very, yeah, very you know, respectful of you. <laughs> yeah, we'll make we'll make a good team. You know, I think it's a good team team effort there. So no, I got um, I got two questions for you, real quick. Yeah. Um, have you have you ever seen the entirety of Game of Thrones? I have not. Okay. So I, I, I'm, I lived with two people who were watching through it. So I have seen like stretches of episodes throughout the entirety of it. Um, but I have not watched the whole thing now. So thus far, who is your favorite character in the series? Um, I think, I think the two people I've, in everything I've seen that I've been drawn to the most. And I think, and you know, it's hard to know if it's fully just because of the stretches I saw or the stretches I've seen, but Khaleesi for sure, I think has one of the most compelling arcs of a character. Um, and then, uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is horrible for this podcast, but I'm blanking on his character's name right now, but Peter Dinklage's character. Oh yeah. yeah. Terry those, those two. Oh, no, I mean, yeah. Sorry. No, yeah, Peter not Little Finger. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. They just, uh, I just think their two stories are just interwoven with everybody else's. I mean, I think it helps that they're more likable than some of the other characters. Right. Um, but I think they they were always the people that I was annoyed I wasn't seeing more of. If I if I was in a section, I wasn't fully captivated with or confused because I'd missed an episode or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, well, those are two good choices. I think both of those made all of our top 10 lists. Recently. Yeah, yeah. Two of my top three. Now, they- who's your favorite character on this podcast, Jordan? <laughs> um, 
just for asking the question, I got to go with Lydia, you know. Wow. I think that's everyone's favorite I've character. I always liked you, Jordan. Like, yeah. No, I, I, I <laughs> do think no. the, uh, the addition of a, uh, a feminine opinion, I think, mm. was a real nice touch. We, we, use, we, we, like we use the word bleeder. We use the word bleeder here. Jordan won't use that word. <laughs> um, what, uh, and last, last question for me, what, what are you, um, like which storyline are you most interested or what thing are you most interested in seeing before the end of the show? Man. I think, yeah, that's a, that's tough. I mean, again, for me, I was always just drawn to Khaleesi's character arc. So I think really seeing what kind of her destiny ends up being really is the thing that I, I think about the most. Yeah. I think it's simple, but I think it's simple. And I feel like it's maybe generic, but as somebody who has not seen it all the way through, that's still what I'm drawn to. You know, I think seeing it when I finally do get to see all the way through and, um, you know, maybe even looking back at some stuff might be more pulled to some other things, but that's, well, I think, yeah, that's I think it simple. To this point, we, you know, uh, Danny slash Khaleesi, she has the most most growth of any character. You know, yeah. when we first meet her, she's this quiet, you know, girl that's being pushed around by men and uh, being sold and being raped and being, you know, all that kind of stuff. She starts to starts to own her own own her own destiny, as you were saying. So, yeah, that makes sense. I like it. Yeah, sweet it's man. The, it's the most compelling. I think the most but, compelling. Yeah. So it's funny when no, I was gee. watching the show the first, like first time through, those were the same two things, same two people that I was, uh, like, like you said, mad when they weren't on screen. Like I, I, or right. an episode that didn't include their storyline. I was like, what the fuck? We didn't get any, uh, any Danny or any Tyrion. So and Tyrion's, yeah. you know, definitely one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. Besides, Ned. I think, I think too, for me, Going back to when I called in all them moons ago, many, mo- um, many moons ago. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I'm a big fan of the Dune series, and so I think even Danny and Khaleesi's like a lot of the environment she's in, even really like I was always interested in because it was just more wastelandy at times, and or it just it, at least it was more removed than everybody else, and so I think there were just even the cultures she was interacting with, there seemed like a depth there that wasn't being explored as fully as it could be at times. And, and I mean, it's a TV show, so you gotta, you gotta explore what you gotta explore. But right. there were things show. there that I would wonder like, Game of man, is, a TV show. is there something, <laughs> are there, you know, books in the books, are they exploring sort of this realm and these environments, some of that stuff deeper, at- which, they ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And and yeah. and Dune, like I agree with you. I think that it's it has similarities in in the landscape and the places, uh, which I love, pre- mostly because of you. You uh, were the main driver in getting me into the Dune series. Yeah. Uh, and for that, I thank you. And uh, we'll do yeah. a Dune podcast after we're done with these. <laughs> yes, on the books. Hundred percent. I would do that. So. How many How many Dune books are there? A lot. A, a billion. There's, there's six primary, 
um, that were written by Frank Gerber. And then it's, it's like a Lord of the Rings situation where his son yeah. took his notes and has done a bunch of other stuff. So nice. But yeah, nice. that's cool. Yeah. I didn't, uh, make it through the first one. So I'm sorry. That's I did okay. see the movie and I really liked the movie. And what yeah, sucks is that it did great. What sucks is that the coolest part of the movie was like, it couldn't have been more than like one chapter from where I stopped in the book. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I just couldn't get there. Yeah. It, uh, it's a, it's a slow starter for I'll pick sure. It back up. Yeah. It's worth it. I think, but you're sure you don't so want to hear this pigeon about- fact. <laughs> All right. Hit me with it. Let's okay. Go. So when pigeons have sex, and actually this is all birds, but it it also is pigeons. It's called the cloacal kiss. Ew. Ew. I love that. The cloacas. They... We've all been there, haven't yes. we? Yeah. Just, that's the best one I can yeah, come up with. Going around in, touching in short cloacas. Time, short time I had. Love so, it. Um, and then sometimes they have multi- more kisses than just the one. So they'll, they'll like bang, and then they'll stop. And then it'll just bang again right afterwards. Oh, kind of like Tommy. No rebound time. Yeah, right. That's cool. Good Which leads us into this episode. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Uh, thanks right. for calling me back. Uh, sorry to put you on the spot, yeah. but we love I'll you. We're it. big fans of you guys here at this show. Anything that you want to say or plug or <clears throat> get our attention on before we say goodbye? Um, I think what we should do is you guys should come out here. We'll do a big final show and then we do a bonus episode where we call all your listeners or whoever wants to be involved and we do a uh, we do a favorite moments of the podcast from the listeners um Shouldn't bonus take very podcast. Long. <laughs> I, I liked when it was over that was my favorite part <laughs> every week when i got to the end of the episode no i think that's a that sounds like a really fun idea and and helps get people who've followed along for uh what will end up being year and a half journey uh before we start house of the dragon uh a year and a half journey and stuck with it uh it would give everybody the opportunity to be a part of it so i love that idea a lot and yeah. i think that we should definitely figure out details um because i love uh colorado and i love you guys and i love game of thrones and so this is kind of uh all of those things in one i've been looking for an excuse to go to denver all right man sunshine state it. it's to meet me yes meet me for us to wait 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 wait, wait. Hands and post it on the instagram was he at the party <laughs> probably at your house i don't know if he was there at the same time that you went to the Halloween party, maybe Jordan. We're I was well, apparently a fly on the wall. I feel like Jordan, no one remembers Nick at my Halloween party at my house. Nick remembers Nick. <laughs> I remember you there because I had been with you earlier. Well, I yeah. Was I there? I feel like I go to your Halloween parties. Sure, probably. I, I feel know. like I, feel I don't like, even know if I was there. It was a good Halloween now. party, Nightmare Before Christmas, playing in the backyard. Uh, you guys had some cool, you know, uh, decorations down the street too. So it was a good one. A good time. I feel like Jordan was there. I had a great time, but apparently I didn't make uh, an impact on anybody. <laughs> Does that ring a bell, uh, Jordan? Do you remember that one? I was a taco. Is that <laughs> man? The taco definitely doesn't ring a bell. Oh. Well, <laughs> if, if the taco year, didn't do it for you, what year we talking? Was it uh, 2018? Yeah, I gotta be honest, I just don't remember that you one. You don't remember ago. taco at all? The bald <laughs> the, taco, the, vertical, the large bald. Taco. I was a vertical pink taco. Uh, Pink taco. That's a vagina. Vertical pink taco. Oh, I'm familiar. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Well, okay. That, yeah. 
didn't hurt my feelings at all. It's fine. <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, and neither neither did your comment, so well, that's good. We're good. Good, good, we're all, all good to know. Yeah, no feelings the hatchet here between me and Jordan. <laughs> I'm glad that we can clear that up. Most of all, <laughs> yeah. miss you, Jordan. Yeah, I miss you guys. So I'm looking forward to this. Let's let's make it happen. And yeah, buddy. And just to all the listeners out there, don't be afraid to call in. It's good, you know. <laughs> Sometimes they get, call get you your back. Calls in while the show's going, you know. I like this. I think we should do a reverse voicemail line. Yeah. Right. Where we just you, call people. You give us spot. your phone number and we'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> but we should just put them on the spot like Jordan yeah, every, every time. Hey, you did, you did great, man. You did great. Hey, I've been preparing for this all my life. So. <laughs> well, you nailed it. I can tell. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, we're going to get to recording this episode. Uh, but thanks for taking or calling me back. And we love you. And we will talk more about some Colorado time um, because I would love that. All of that sounds perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Right, so, I love man. you. Love you, buddy. See you guys later. Bye. 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 Well, that was fun. That was fun. What He's a, a good guy. I'm sorry for uh, making fun of him. He really is a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> and you were, you were a little hard on him. I was. I'm hard on everybody. Look, we were just we were feeling out things. We were trying to figure out who we were on this podcast. Well, what happens is you guys talk about this guy that I've never met, and like it's right in front of me, and then I get like jealous, and so I lash out. That's what happens. That's where. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was a jerk to you when you first started, Keith. Were you? I mean, I interrupted everything you said. I mean, you still do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now it's out of love. Yeah. Oh, okay. Before yeah. it was shut this guy off. Why gotcha. did you do that to Lydia? I don't do that to Lydia. A little bit. No. Not really. I just don't talk as much. Hey, Lydia. So. If you just be part of the <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to like Nick when we first started this. I'm an acquired taste. I'm like a fine wine. No, just get better with you're time. Great. You're We're like cheap beer. <laughs> like, an, like an old taco. Like an, <laughs> an old vertical pink, pink taco. taco. Um, well, that was fun. I did like that, and I like the idea of exploring that more. But for now, we're going to journey to Westeros. Here we go. For season five, episode three, titled High Sparrow. I would like to read the intro here because it's quite the intro. Let me get like, through some details. Okay, go for it. Yeah. High Sparrow re- was released on April 26, 2015, directed by Mark Mylod and uh, written by D&D with another writing credit for Dave Hill. Dave Hill. I didn't recognize the name. I don't remember an additional writing credit being given on any of the episodes thus far. Maybe Dave like busted into their office and was like, "You got to give me some fucking credit." You got to okay? start putting my name on the shit. Oh, like, he like he like yelled an idea at them and they couldn't not hear it. So like, I can't, we got to credit this. Guess, we, uh, guess right Dave's got to be on there now. Yeah. Um, fucking Dave. And so that is where we begin our journey. Water drips down a statue of a woman with her eyes closed. Two more statues are shown, a lion sitting on a throne and a ram's head. Behind a large heart surrounded by gold flames, a glowing fire can be seen. A statue of a knight is shown, then a statue of a king's face. A statue of a contorted tree is covered in a hair-like substance. There's a large pit filled with liquid in the center of the room. Arya can be heard and then seen sweeping. The waif carries a bucket past her. Sitting on the edge of the pit, Jockin whispers to a man. Arya looks up and watches as Jockin scoops up a cup of liquid from the pit and hands it to the man. The man looks up at Jockin and hesitates before taking it. I like that it it doesn't tell us what the liquid was. Sure. I just um, felt like that really painted the picture. It yeah. really did. did I, I saw the all the statues. The only one that I remember is the fiery heart. 
Uh, yeah, the fire. I, well, I remember the woman because it was the very first one. Yeah. yeah, the fiery heart stuck out because it was. I didn't familiar Stanisee. Stanisee. I didn't see the weirwood till um, uh, Arya mentions it. Is that the one covered in hair? I guess a hair-like substance. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go with moss. Probably, but who knows? Moss kind of looks like hair. Yeah, curly um, gray hair. So we are in the house of black and white now, presumably. Um, presumably. <clears throat> caught myself well it's supposedly hey would you like to and, add me to a particular part of the room yeah actually you should be on the on the couch with keith you uh i don't want to well i don't know it's okay you don't have to give yeah, details okay, yeah i just wanted but to you be, are you are definitely including the smart ones now i feel yeah. alone now though Anybody well i want to join nope yeah. on the i side? do you not come on all right here too, man. lydia let's go Woo! i haven't earned it yet we'll um see. yeah you don't have to give details if you just kneel before us when you rise, <laughs> okay, you'll be on the Got side. You're really smart. Into Are you worried too? about spoilers? No, no, oh, oh, okay. can't okay. give away the deep. Worried about evidence, on, right? Yeah, got it, got it, got it, got it. On why I ended up in the smart side. Okay. Um, so this was a weird scene, mostly in my opinion because of the mysterious liquid. Yeah. Um, throughout the entire episode, we don't get any clarity on what it is, uh, and it's so dark that we can't tell. If it's water, if it's something else, it, it sounds like water. Like it sounds like it doesn't have a thicker con- consistency to it. Um, but we we're not really given a lot of details. It's super dark in there too. Um, I feel like I would fall asleep and take a nap, like like that guy did, pretty quickly. Yeah, right after drinking the liquid. I right. feel like uh, that was a different kind of nap than I. But I would be. I would drink the water. The that's, big nap. That's the long, the, the yeah, liquid. some people call it the, the big nap. I'm fine with that. The long sleep. As we know on this show, I'm a big fan of the long nap, long sleep. Um, So this is where Jockin and Arya kind of get into a conversation. She's frustrated because she didn't come here to sweep. And he basically is like, well, uh, what did you come here for then? And she says, you you said you were going to teach me to be a faceless man. Um and he said, all men, then he says, Valor to Hyrus, all men must serve, faceless men most of all. Um, then he gets into the conversation about, you You know, you must become no one. Uh, and that whole concept is like weird to me. We get into it a little bit later, but like, how are you just someone and then you're no one? Like, what are the criteria for that? Um, but I want to hear y'all's thoughts on this new version of Jockin that we're seeing. This is different than the the like badass ruthless killer. This is like a totally different, like almost prophetic type uh jockin mm, they were seeing. Reverend. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's just he's a lot softer. He's a lot more mysterious in a different way. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, the other version of him was like dangerous, mysterious. Well, this is just like wise sage mysterious almost yeah and of course not explaining anything nope at all doesn't really help with all of that that part has stuck he's always kind of in the like he doesn't go into detail on anything he just says something and we're supposed to take it and run with it do you think we get a call back to Sirio pharrell in this oh, uh, I don't know. conversation i didn't catch anything so at the end of the conversation when jockin walks away uh Arya asked, which one is the mini face god? I see the stranger. I see the drowned god. I see the werewood face. So we have 
the new gods, we have the old gods, and then we have the drowned god, which is the Iron Islands. Um, and Jockin says, there's only one god. A girl knows his name, and all men know his gift. Yeah, death. He, and he kind of points, right. Yeah. So I bet. when she says that to Syria Pharrell, he says there's only one god, the god of death. And what do we say to the god of death? Not today. Not, Not today. today. So Just I, like that. I feel like that was a callback to Syria. Yeah, it could be it could be linked specifically to Serio, or it could also be more broad stroke uh about like Bravos and yeah. the Bravosi people. Like right. it could just be something that they as a as a people group uh like use in their terminology and stuff. But it does it when you start yeah, talking about it, it does make us. me think of Serio. Yeah, I don't think right. I don't think Jockin is yeah. I mean specifically, unless Jockin is Serio. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> uh I don't think that it yeah, Jack is specifically talking about Syria, but but I agree it's it's more of a broad stroke of Bravos as in general. Um but I'm trying to think back if he ever knew that she worked with Syria um or Bravosi. Well, I feel like I f- I feel like um two things. One, I feel like Jockin knows a lot more than he lets on about sure. in the world. Uh, and two, I kind of, I know that Arya talked to the Hound about her experience with Sirio, but I feel like she may have mentioned when it came up that Jockin had ties to Bravos. I feel like knowing Arya... She definitely talked about it. She talked about it. I'm not confirming that she talked about it. I'm just saying knowing Arya. Right. That, she was like, oh, yeah, I trained with the first sword of Bravos. Right. I, I don't like explicitly remember like details on it, but I feel like that was something that we were given, even if it was brief. Yeah, I, I thought I thought so, too. I, I, and I could tell if that was just mine. I feel like we like should confirmation know. Confirmation bias. <coughs> as the experts on all things Game of Thrones, we should know. Um, but as we've proven, we're not uh, perfect in that regard uh, or any regard for that matter, except by being flawed. So if you know, send us your phone number and we'll call you. <laughs> we will call you. <laughs> I think that we should just... I, th- I, think I like that, be that funny. idea. And I think next up is Clint. Okay. I think that we should next week or you know, next week. I think he episode, would love that shit. I think we should just call him out of the blue and pray to God that he answers. And also, I, think I guess, pray to God that he doesn't spoil something. He would answer if I called. Yeah, we can say, we sure. can hook you up. Yeah. We'll have to prepare it ahead of time. I'm already connected, uh, so we just have to do it before, but that's easy. It's really easy to do. Um, there we go. Yeah, if you if you have answers to our questions, text us and tell us, and then you're just going to get a random phone call one night, and if it's from somebody on the show, you better answer, or else. Um, or else we're going to send Jockin after you. And that doesn't feel safe. I, by a jockin, we need Nick. Do you were you just throwing out that you think that Sirio might be Jockin, or do you think that that's a legitimate possibility? I, mean, I was throwing it out, but then I started thinking about it, and like I could almost maybe see it be happening. Like that's why Jockin was following Arya around and helping her because like of that relationship from King's Landing. Yeah, we never know why Jockin wound up in that cart, right? Going to the wall. He was in King's Landing. Sorry, right. I'm I'm at my my wall already and wow. we got a long way to go and you got a long week to go i got a long several nights ahead of me um i think Sirius is jocking and i don't actually know that from the show but that's always a theory that i've had mm. it's fun 
that would be a really fun because we've talked before about Serio being one of those characters that we haven't seen again, but we never got we've never gotten up to this point a definitive answer on what happened to him. Serio also liked to speak in the third person. It's true. Maybe. Yeah. I've actually stop never that. thought about this before. I can't. So that's you can't. very interesting. I can't stop. Oh, okay. Yawning. She. I long yawned. Long. She said stop. Gotcha. I said I can't. I thought and you were saying I can't think about this, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I. I am so tired all of a sudden. Um, Drink that Baja Blast. It's like four days old. It's super flat, but it still has good flavor. But it's weird flat. Just blow don't, into the straw a little bit. Don't drink. <laughs> give, <laughs> some, <laughs> give some carbonated. <laughs> mm. Welcome to ASMR Corner. It's actually mm. kind of a good noise. Yeah, it's not horrible. Um, yeah, so that I like that theory. I'd be interested to see... Um, where that takes us and how it plays out or how more, more so I think how it is re- would be revealed um, would be interesting to me. Like how they end up tying that back in. Right. Cause Sirio is someone who they've never even like they I'm, I'm sad thus far that we haven't gotten any answers on what happened to him. Right. Um, you know, obviously there were a lot of people that died in King's Landing at that time. Uh, a lot of the Stark men and, you know, whatnot. And the only one that we got a lot of clarity. Well, I guess we got Jory was definitive. Yeah. And Ned was definitive. Knife through the head. But other than that, like, we just got the knowledge that a lot of people connected to to the Starks were were eliminated. But Serio was one of those where he wasn't a part of, like, the Stark household. He was just hired, uh... And so, yeah, I, I I loved him in the brief moments we got him, and and it would be a cool yeah. And I mean, they wouldn't have killed him had he not stood in front of them for Arya, <laughs> right? And I feel like was he one of the few, if not the only, like quote unquote main character that died, but we didn't see. I don't even. I would not personally classify him as a main character because we only maybe, saw him for like two. Oh, throughout the maybe hound. named character. I'll throw out the hound into that. Yeah, because he died but we didn't see but it. that's like now okay i guess around that time we never saw sense. oberon die <laughs> i'm sorry so we, we never saw rob die oh god yeah ned hired him right yes yes yeah i like this idea that like ned knows that he was special and he like brought him in to kind of protect his people when he saw that things were going south which was frustrating when brianne and aria had their like conversation and Ari was like oh my dad never wanted me to learn like fuck that shit yeah I was a little annoyed with that he got delivered you a person right outside of Jamie Lannister who's part of the group you don't trust there may not be a better swordsman to learn from maybe Bronn not better but different up up there different what was Bronn at that point wasn't yet no he uh, was still in the Eerie yeah he was with Tyrion at that point yeah so he wouldn't have even been an option um yeah, I mean, we know that Jamie was at one point a formidable swordsman. Now he's not. I mean, but we've never seen him be a formidable swordsman. No, but everyone has acknowledged Barristan and Ned. And like, we've heard a lot of talk about Jamie's success on the battlefield. Um, but he lost in the tournaments. Yeah, the but the only thing he's known for is stabbing someone in the back. Yeah, but I feel like. I'm just being devil's advocate. A lot of the. Like, if you look at sports, there's a lot of people who ball out in spring training. Or preseason football that don't mean shit when things matter, and then dudes who don't do they, they take it easy, whatever. I just feel like the tournaments is some Jamie didn't never really care that much about a thousand percent. Um, 
But you're right. Like we haven't seen it on screen. We've just been told the books do paint that picture a little more. Um, that's one piece of the books that you'll get eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, that I wish this show dove into more with more depth. Um, cause right now Jamie's just annoying mostly. Um, and, and horrible cause he raped his sister and pushed her child out a window and push Like he's done a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah. Um, Oh, sorry, Jordan. Uh, he's done a lot of messed up things. Um, and but like we've never really gotten to see his like rise and his peak, right? Um, so anyway, well, that's an interesting take. I would be happy to see that unfold. Um, the drinking thing was weird, um, but that's kind of the end of the scene. Unless you had something else. Oh, that's it. Then we make our way to King's Landing. Um, for a wedding. For a wedding. Yay. This was the like least elaborate wedding that we've seen in the show so far. I think they've... Uh, they were just like, let's get this wedding done. Let's go. They've learned, learned that elaborate weddings lead to death. Right. No murders. Do it, then do it. Yeah. Yeah. Weddings it. are dangerous in Westeros. Um, I did especially like that uh, the this one Cersei's carriage thing was in the back. And that too, Marjorie was getting all the like love from the the fans, yep. and Cersei was mad as hell about it. Hmm. It just like warmed my heart a little bit. Um, the wedding was super quick. Uh, it's almost hard to like catch it if you weren't like if you know if you were doing anything else while watching it, you might have missed it. Um, and those are the best weddings. They really are. Honestly, yeah. If you're gonna get married at some point, for the sake of everyone else involved, 10, 15 minutes. Ten fifteen minutes. These 45-minute, hour-long weddings, like ceremonies, unnecessary. Let's just knock this shit out. And then you get to... And then we have fun drink. and hang out. Party after. And let that be as long as you want. But be wary. If you invite any Lannisters or any Boltons, you're, you're in for... You're getting stabbed. Or the phrase. Or poisoned. Something bad's going to happen to you. Really just don't invite anyone from Westeros. <laughs> yeah, if, if, you avoid, if you avoid any Westerosi people, you're probably in good hands. Um... The fire fits of the week have to go to Tommen and Marjorie. Naked for their, in the bed? No. Well, no. I mean, Tommen's a child. and not a, No, apparently not. Okay, well, if he's not a child, he's a skinny little bean. and <laughs> Skinny little bean man. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, no, they're wedding outfits. They looked great. Um, and it's their wedding day, so I would expect that. But they looked great. Um, I feel like if I gave Joffrey fire fit of the week at his wedding, then Tommen mm-hmm. definitely deserves that shit. That's fair. Um, I do think Joffrey was a bit more uh, flamboyant. Yeah, hundred percent fashion forward. There you go. That works more. Yeah, um, that's you know he was obnoxious in that way. But he's a good dresser. He was a good dresser. That's yep. for sure. Uh, he's a cunt, but he's a good dresser. Um, Not I mutually exclusive. You can't no. fix being a cunt. Cannot. Um, so then, we, then afterwards, uh, we get the after party. Which for them was just sex. A wedding night. Yeah. Um, we don't know if they had a cere- like a like a post ceremony or not, but they we get we immediately go to them in bed. I love this for several reasons. Tommen is extremely out of breath. <laughs> um, which I thought was funny. Uh he also was like giddy. I I'm, I think that we're let kind of led to believe that this might be his first time ever. Um, so like all these things check out and he was also like, that was so fast. Did I hurt you? And she's like, "Mm, 
you sweet boy. Like, <laughs> you're the sweetest king ever. No, you didn't. Um, and then he's immediately like, let's do it again. <laughs> I just, it was so, it was, it was very spot on for like a young man. It was exactly what you would expect. Um, and then he's, he was just sweet. Like, are you hungry? Do you want me to get them to bring you anything? Like, what, what do you need? Yeah. Tommen is so kind and so sweet. Um, just I'm, like Joffrey. Exactly like him. Yeah. It's crazy how like polar opposite they are growing up in very similar environments. Now, Joffrey always was first in line after Robert. So I'm sure that there was a little bit different, like difference in their upbringing. Right. Um, but Tommen, yeah, it's, I don't know what you can't, there's nothing to, to hate about Tommen. Yeah. I mean, I love that he was like, no, I don't feel guilty about being excited. Yeah. That Joffrey's dead. It, that was great. Yeah. Good for you, buddy. Like, oh man, he's, he's fabulous. I love him. Um, <laughs> I've never heard anybody have such strong feelings about Tommen. We don't get much of him, but I think a part of it is like, especially the family that he's coming from and that he's a part of. It's so, it's such a contrast to see his, his, his person. And we, we don't really know Marcella hardly at all, but from what we've literally seen of of her and like the interactions and stuff, she seems to also be the opposite of Cersei and Jamie and Joffrey. Like, I don't know how that happens where they're so different, um, but they are. Yeah. And it's interesting that like when Varys was talking to Tyrion about Tyrion and saying like, you have the strength of your dad, but also compassion. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see like Tom and now who like Joffrey had neither of those things. He wasn't strong, wasn't compassionate. Tom isn't super strong, but has a ton of compassion. It seems like. And so it's just interesting to watch how that's like jumping around the Lannister family and like the different traits that they pull out of things. And I'm really excited to see. So this is, it's interesting that you mentioned that Robert was strong, but not compassionate. Joffrey was neither. And Tommen is not strong, but compassionate. So they, we've struck out on the first two. Robert was a bad King. uh, And, and Joffrey was a bad King. Now we'll get to see a new take and hopefully a good king. Right. Um, I'm interested to see how that plays out. Like, like what does that get? Does that get him anything? Or in the Game of Thrones world, is that bad? It's probably bad, but I think as long as he's got Marjorie or Cersei or someone strong to look out for him, it can, it can work. Protect him, yeah. Yeah, there was also, while I was watching the scene, there was a giant, like, there's just going to be a crossbow bolt that comes out and kills him while he's in bed. Like, that's just what I'm expecting. I know. Of him being like, do you need any pomegranate juice? Bam! Bam. (laughs) Yeah. The show, I'm glad that you're there. It took a while. Well, yeah. During the wedding, I was just like, they better go now because (laughs) they learned what happened last time when they waited. Marjorie didn't get to become queen. It would, it would be even crazier. I mean, the show is, is crazy enough. I'm not, complaining but it would be pretty wild if at the third wedding that we've seen if they were just like nah fuck it we're yep, just gonna this is just what we do when we're in weddings <laughs> no in weddings yeah um so they start talking about basically the, 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 they start talking about kind of olena she left you know the capital's not for everyone the point being she was so good at that she was excellent she was trying to 
plants in his mind this idea that Cersei is going to be a lot and she's but she didn't do it in in a Cersei type way. Right. It was very in, inception. Is she way. intelligent? I'm not sure. It's very inceptiony. She's planting these ideas, kind of reverse psychology, like right. Well, like if if he goes and is like, Marjorie and I were talking, and we think you should leave. Like, right? Cersei's gonna be super pissed off at her. Yeah. At least this way is like, I think you should. I just want you to be happy, mom. Yeah. Like. She's always going to be there for you. She's always going to like mm-hmm. protect you and be around. And, and then you'll always be your little boy. And it was it was executed perfectly. Um, and her plan worked. The next scene we see is Tommen and Cersei. And he, she's talking to him. She's trying to do the same thing, but with less tact. She's trying to pit him against Marjorie. And and bring into question, you know, her and the qualities that she brings and like, you know, is she really going to be a great wife? Um, and Tom is not paying her any attention because he's only thinking, how can I possibly bring up to this short fused crazy woman that I want her to leave? And you see it on his face. And she at, she she mentioned something. I can't remember the exact thing, but he basically he basically ignores her statement or question and just is like, do you miss home? He's yeah. not as skillful. Well, yeah, but it was because Marjorie like planted those ideas because of who Cersei is. She like having had that conversation with Marjorie already. Each thing that Cersei says, he's like, oh yeah, she she's smothering me. She's hanging on my arm right now. She's just trying to talk to me like I'm a little kid. Yeah, like I gotta. Yeah, it I was. Can't, perfect. I can't let that happen. I'm a king now. Yeah, man. I've had sex. Boom. A lot of times. Maybe. Maybe we learn later. Maybe. Marjorie was like, eh, maybe wait. <laughs> but later she says four, and then then we talked about the record, and then he was mm-hmm. like, we could we could do that. We break the record. Yeah. <laughs> so I it was at least four. was just girl talk, or if that actually happened. Is that girl talk? Um, Does that happen? Yeah. When you're with all your other like, ladies really. in waiting, no. what no. happens? Yeah, when I'm with my maidens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, so he, he introduces the idea to Cersei, like, I want you to be happy and happiness, I think would be for you to, to like go back home. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Like you said, you wanted to. Right. Like you've, you've mentioned this before and I see it in you and I want you to be happy. Like, that's all I want. Um, Marjorie. Yeah. She, every, all of this goes back to how perfect her execution was in this. Because she covered her ass in the perfect way. Because if Cersei's like, what did she say to you? Oh, she just said that you're always going to love me and care for me and be there for me and like support. Nothing was bad. She didn't say anything negative. Yeah, not at all. But she painted the picture that is scary for him, especially as he's like growing up and, and branching out and getting married and all this stuff. Um, so the, the point being that, uh, yeah, uh, Cersei's not happy about this. She does not like this idea, and she she knows what's going on, but she has no way to pin it back to Marjorie. Tom didn't say anything that like implicated Marjorie in this. Um, I just thought it was perfect. Yeah, Marjorie's a master manipulator, and we've seen that specifically with Tommen for the most part. Sometimes some with Joffrey. Yeah, um, she's very very good at what she does, and she does it without like like you said, it's very inceptiony. It's this was your idea. Yeah, well, Cersei seems to be like she's. 
good at it, but she's going to beat you about the head with it a little bit. Right. Whereas like, yeah, Marjorie seems like she understands people and like through that compassion that she may or may not have, but she at least understands yeah. and like, Oh yeah, you should think about this. Right. Yeah. The two conversations, Marjorie's talking about how much she adores Cersei and like, she's always been very kind to her and you know, she's such a loving mother and she's going to, she wants the best for you and you're her little, her little lion cub. And flip side, Cersei's conversation is, is she intelligent? I, I can't really tell. Yeah. <laughs> like, she, okay. Cersei is more like a bulldog. Right. Like she's, she does have like the skill and the craftiness, but in a more forward and almost aggressive type way. Whereas Marjorie, it was just smooth mm-hmm. and it was totally disarming and there was nothing aggressive about it. Uh, it, it is interesting to see both of their types are, are successful for the most part. We've seen Cersei have great success uh, with winning people over and we've seen Marjorie do the same, but two totally different approaches to it. Um, I'm I'm excited about their dynamic, and we get to see a little bit of it next. Very difficult for me not to interject the uh, the Borat. Great success, great success. <laughs> um, have you seen Borat? I feel like that's not no. a movie I would have like expected you to have seen. I have not. It's uh, mean? it's just not her vibe. Go watch Borat just to just to spite him. That wasn't a dig. You I wouldn't th- like. I it. think you're like a little like. You like a little more intelligence to your humor uh, than Borat so so provides. Bore, no, I just don't watch movies. Mm. Okay. That is that the whole library thing? Huh? Is that the whole library we thing? We don't support we don't no. movies. No, 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 no. movies. Books. What are those? No, it's just a me thing. I don't know. You mean moving <laughs> books? Right. Oh my god. You mean my imagination? <laughs> I love watching those. <sighs> the uh library does have a good movie section. If anybody wonders. It's true. Uh, I don't Not know how their book like there. Yeah. I don't know how their book section is, but the uh, Winter Garden uh, Orange County Library has great movies. Yeah, available. you should be bringing your kids to the library on Saturdays so they can watch movies and so they can watch Lydia. Nope. <laughs> don't do that. Well, I guess we've I guess had you've the, been uninvited. We've had this conversation before, and she said she didn't want me to do that. Perfect. And I'll, I'll bring your kids. Yeah. It made me sad. I mean, you can just bring your kids. Do you to, like, like kids? check out books and stuff? But I want to watch you perform. No, I I actually don't really perform on Saturdays usually. So, shit out of luck. I don't Sorry. know why you're so anti my kids enjoying you and the things <laughs> so you, weird. the services you let provide. my children enjoy you, Lydia. The services you, can bring you provide them the community. To the library. Okay, when's the next time you're performing? Um, I don't know. Okay, we'll talk about no, it. No, just bring them on a Saturday. Have them check out books and shit. Okay, we'll have to talk about it because I don't even know which branch you work at. Okay. And I'm not going to ask you to say that yeah. for here for the world to hear. Um, but uh, I don't know. What I was, oh, the next scene is Cersei then immediately leaves Tommen to go. Mm-hmm. It's a deleted scene from Mean Girls. <laughs> it kind of feels that way. Um, Marjorie's like, Marjorie feels to me so passive aggressive. It's like so passive that you almost don't recognize it. But I love it. The uh, The alcoholic. Dig. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. She's like what I aim passive. to be. No, that was not. But everything else is like very subtle. And like that's kind of my vibe. As someone who likes to enjoy a drink in the morning, uh, I didn't appreciate it. I know you didn't. <laughs> I thought of you when they when that happened. I said, fuck you, Marjorie. <laughs> Sun's out. It's a little early for us. For us. It's the for us. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning, okay? Just yeah, so you know. that's true. Well, it's not morning drinking if you've been drinking all night. Hey, there you go. 
just drinking. Continuing. Um, yeah, she is. It's it's very subtle. Um, it was definitely it was more direct and more vengeful here than it has been because for sure. I think she had her people with her, so she could be kind of crappy about it, and Cersei couldn't be direct back. She also probably didn't want to get like a bulldogged in front of her people either. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I wonder if she, Cersei would have bulldogged her in front of people <coughs> though. Uh, yeah, Cersei, I think, likes to prove that she's got the upper hand. Okay. In my opinion. Um, I think Cersei, especially people that don't really matter to her. Like, who are, who really, who are these maidens to her? Yeah. I don't know. I, I see it more as, uh, so my family, when they would be, get an argument, if you were like a close friend of the family, they would be okay with arguing in front of you. But if like we didn't know you very well, there are no problems ever. You will never see strife from the family if we do not know you very well. Yeah, it's a very Southern Christian family thing. My yes. family, yeah, my family is the same, same way. Um, so that was my weird personal. No, I, you're, take you on might it. you may be right on that. Because um, she's still got to put up appearances of not being a crazy person. It does feel like she's kind of cracking a little bit in that regard, though. Yeah. Which I'm a little bit nervous to see, like, what happens when she finally does, because it doesn't feel like a great thing. But I guess you never know. Yep. Um, that Dowager Queen thing at the end was pretty great. Oof. Got her. Mm-hmm. But it was very, it was very like a, I mean, it's yeah, it realistic. Like, no, like, I really want to know what to call you now. Like, what, we want to be proper about this. Um, but it won't matter soon because you'll be like the grandmother, uh, grandmother soon. Queen. Great, yeah, queen um, grandmother. Well, when they had this argument the last time, was what was Cersei mad at her for calling her sister? Sister, uh, sister, yeah. yeah, yep. So is mother worse or better? Uh, it's probably about the same. Okay, yeah. But Mar, but Marjorie's kind of playing from the position of power now. Like, there's nothing that Cersei can do. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's got Tom and wrapped around her finger. Yeah, and she, they had sex, so she's, she's the actual real queen. queen now. Yeah, um, so there's not a whole lot Cersei could do. So Marjorie's just playing with house money at this point. Yep, but as we learn later in the show, Cersei still has powerful friends. She does. Who will do what she asks? No longer Janice Slint. No, nope. fuck that guy. Well, he was not powerful to do anything anyway. No, yeah, he he thought he had powerful friends. Yeah, he did not. Um. Yeah, Queen Dow- Dowager Queen. It reminded me of uh, um, Downton Abbey. Downtown Abbey, as nope. we like to refer to it around these parts. Good old downtown. What'd you say? Downtown Abbey. Oh, yeah. Uh, the He's people, the, <laughs> the people that I know who watch Downtown Abbey, really hate it when I do that. So I so do you it more. Do it. Yeah, it's fine. It's just funny. You can't let one go by. Never. <laughs> I'll never let it pass. <laughs> Do you think that that's why things didn't work out? Was it the that day? specific one? It was just that. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. That's probably the last straw. <laughs> that that, he was, won't, no, that he was, won't, was the straw. He won't fucking stop saying Downtown Abbey every time I say Downton Abbey. Um, Can you sing Downtown each time and said? The Macklemore song? Yeah. yeah. Downtown! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can try. Put that on the board. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Um, yeah, so... Then after we go downtown, 
<laughs> Nobody wanted to pick it Making up. Okay. Um, we go to Winterfell, and we see Theon getting a glimpse of flayed people. Mm-hmm. This is our first that I remember really clear look. Oh no, we got clear looks after the Moat Kalen. We've seen flayed people, but this was like they were like rotating. This was a, this was a lingering, a slow lingering shot. All lingers. of them, and it was a long lingering shot. I was um, also eating for this. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I learned my lesson um, with the dwarf head last yep, episode. Yeah, yep. I'll never, I'll never. Do. You know what's interesting is uh, when Nick and I used to watch Game of Thrones, we would often, and by often I mean like I think every night, eat Costco mozzarella sticks. They're the best cheese sticks you can find. Uh, with a little uh, house made uh, sauce. sauce. No, it was um, truff hot sauce. All right, or. If I wanted to uh, mix it up, we'd use the yellow sriracha, mm. some uh, mayo, a little ketchup, some seasonings. It was tasty. Uh, but we'd eat that like every night uh, while watching Game of Thrones. We would. For some reason, that didn't bother me. But eating like a meal, can't do it. I don't know what it is. Interesting. Uh, we've talked before about how weird I am. That's True. another example. A cheese stick, no problem. <laughs> Show me whatever you want. I'll just keep eating There are certain things you eat that are... Too good to be to be put down. They are the best cheese sticks on the planet. You're just eating it like I'll figure it out. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know who cares. <laughs> this cheese stick is satisfying. And what cheese sticks are this again? From Costco. Okay. Yep. Costco mozzarella sticks. They're the best non-restaurant and mozzarella they're sticks you're gonna brand? find. Uh, no, they're not necessarily Kirkland brand, but they are. They're the only mozzarella sticks at Costco. Okay. I just don't have a Costco membership. Have you ever? Yeah. Have you eaten like frozen cheese sticks before? Yeah. You know how it's always just kind of like a string cheese in the middle? Right. Yeah. You could just make them with string cheese and then bread them. Yeah. You could. Or you could just buy the Costco ones. And it's it's almost like getting a restaurant cheese stick. Amplified in the air fryer as well. It yes. is. Yeah. But air you got to be careful. Great. Because you have to cook them. Just so. Just the exact right amount of time. And I'm not fucking kidding you. <laughs> If you undercook it by 30 seconds, it will be still hard cheese in the middle. If you overcook it, all the cheese will melt out by 30 seconds. I'm telling you, there's a minute window. You got to fit it in there. And if you go either side of that, it's it's ruined. I check them a lot at that at that window. <laughs> I like pull the little tray out and like, nah, You're keep going. Like, nope, nope. And then nope. I see like one little thing of cheese. You got to take them out, out right ah! then. You have That's to. I, Immediately. I'm a huge fan of cooking corner with Justin. It's, I'm telling you. I want more of it. Yeah. What else you got for us? (laughs) That's the main one. Now, I am a stickler if I'm cooking and the instructions say a time. I set it for that time. Set it for that time. And then I don't touch it. Good. Because some people operate great in the cooking is art world. I look at it as cooking is science. Yes. You have told me the recipe to make this, right. I'm going to follow this recipe. Oh, yeah. That's no fun. I used to have a particular person that I lived with that thought that it was just like a, just a free, a free for, for all. all and you figure it out. And it is. It to almost. Be, to be fair, that person was a pretty good cook. Yeah. That's how my you, wife. You had the like specialty, like nailed oh, okay. it dishes. There was also, I, that person was a okay. good cook, yeah. but there, there was a lot of trial and error. Yeah. That's Unnecessarily. Fair. I did try the yogurt. That not that, good. That person tried to make at home, and it was garbage. You were the only person who tried yeah. it. Even that person wouldn't. Try I don't it. think that person knew that I tried it that until sh- that she was thrown it away because yeah. it was so bad. And I was like, "Yeah, it wasn't good. I wasn't going to tell you, but <laughs> it wasn't good." Yeah. yeah. Well, 
that swing and a miss. There was a lot of trial and error in leading to her being a pretty good cook. Uh, unnecessarily. It could have all been avoided by just following the fucking recipes. Yeah, and I'm not at all saying that that's the only way to do it because Lauren does it the art way and she's an amazing cook. But truly, I can't do that. So good save. Good I'm gonna save. go science. It's a potions class. You gotta follow <laughs> the directions to make the living death. Now, some mm. people like like Lauren can. Uh, a lot of people like Lauren. Huh? <laughs> a lot of people like Lauren. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like Lauren, uh, but some people who want to replicate that skill can half-blood prince that shit and make their own rules it's true. about how to cook this shit. And yeah, it, those it are the people out. that make the recipes yes. Yes. that we follow. I don't understand that. The how- problem becomes the air fryers apparently haven't become popular <laughs> enough yet for them to get their own instructions on the box Some or of on them the bag. Do. Some of them do, which is really nice. But a lot of times you have to finagle that shit. No, there's a website. There's a website that will do it for you, too. Dude, it changes your life. What? It'll tell you anything. I've just been checking shit. No, bro. There's a website. (laughs) I can't remember the name of it. I like have my own... Google it. The things that I put in the air fryer, I have my own timings. Nope. So I would love the website (laughs) if someone would like to share that. I'll 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 see what I can do. Yeah, it's... I think there's a couple, but... There's one that has literally every uh, everything you could cook in an air fryer. Perfect. And the recipes for it. Because even the air fryer like instructions that they say like chicken yeah. or they say that it, it, it's, it's not wrong. right. It's not right. Yeah. Um. By the way, if you don't have an air fryer, it's the best invention of all time. Go get an air fryer. They're yeah. basically just convection ovens. Yeah. So if you have a convection oven, you're fine. Nope. Still get an air fryer. So you can join the club. Well, that too. It's about camaraderie. Can you... Do you... you Wow. Can you <laughs> sell air fryers? That would be great. I cannot sell shit. Can you start a air fryer MLM? No, um, yes. because those are you cults. Buy, you I, buy five air fryers and then you get I would five be a people. good cult leader, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You can be, you get Dothraki level air fryers and then you start having, you know. They battle each other? Well, they then you become ho- Khaleesi. Entire horses. Yeah. And then if you can get five people underneath you, you become a Khaleesi. Uh, right. What's above a Khaleesi? A dragon? Yeah. Who's the Mac Daddy of them all? The well, dragons? It's, it's you. So whatever thing you decide. Whatever I want to be? Yeah. The mm. two-faced god? I have to think of it. I don't want to be a two-faced god. You're mini, saying I'm two-faced? Mini-faced mini god. Mini-faced god. Yeah. Sorry. Wow, that <laughs> hurt. You sold him short there I just a little went, bit. I went black and white. I was like two. That, that right? hurt. I'm yeah. two-faced, apparently. You're, um, you are two-faced. From the black the and white cookie god. The black and white cookie god. Yeah, I wouldn't know. because right. yeah, Nick is definitely not the black and white cookie nope. god. I'm really sorry, guys. That's all right. You really fucked up on that one. That it is, was a bad day for you, and we love tough. you. So <laughs> tough day. In, uh, no excuses. Accept our forgiveness. It's a tough day for me not Accepted. having tried a black and white. Thing, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> that too. Um, I did think about. I do want you to know. I did think about it. Um, I was going to eat ice cream while I was watching Game of Thrones, and because um, that also transcends the rules. Okay. Uh, but I didn't because I was expecting cookies. And then your ass walked in with no fucking cookies, and I was hurt. Oh, and man. I saved it. I didn't say anything until the podcast because I wanted to yeah, out you to the, the world. Yeah, get the genuine reaction. Nice. Ouch. So after we see these disgusting flayed people, this is how we got here. We talked about flayed people, and she was eating. We got to food. Right. Yeah, we nailed it. Food and air fryers. If got you don't it. have an air fryer, buy one. <laughs> also, from Justin Neal. Um, yeah, I can't sell. Um, I tried it. Didn't work out. I'm a bad salesperson. Everyone my whole life has told me I was, a, I was a good salesperson, or I would be a good salesperson. My first sales job, well, swinging a miss. You weren't selling something you knew, one. Working on the team. You weren't selling something you knew, one. for one. 
for two, you weren't actually doing the selling. You were doing the, the tee up. So yeah. I actually do think you would be a good salesperson. Uh, I just don't know. And I actually think you were fine in that job and good at that job. You just didn't get the, the runway that other people got. Uh, yeah, you had a short runway with an ocean at the end, and right. you just went. <laughs> oh, I, I I was in the ocean for sure. No, you weren't though. Like, anyways, uh, I appreciate your belief in me. It means a lot, and I know that sounded sarcastic. No, I was, it was upset not. when that when that transition happened. Yeah, that's the only transition of yours that I'd be upset about. Thank you for supporting just me in all that. things. I'd just be upset that. about your transmission transition though. That one, I would be happy if that transitioned into a happy situation. That's true. It hasn't yet. If it if the transition if the transmission transitioned for free, that would be the best transition. If it transitions of all. well for free, it will definitely transition bad for free. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe there's just somebody that feels really kind out there. <laughs> Anybody feel? If kind? you want to buy a three thousand dollar air fryer from Justin Neal, with <laughs> <laughs> just one, it I'll, also doubles as a transmission. No, no, it has been lightly used. I will ship you mine. I'll sign He'll it. Bring it to you. I'll, br- I'll I will drive it to you with my Ooh, new transmission. A signed air fryer. I'll do anything you want. Limited edition. I'll cook the fucking cheese sticks for you in wow. that thing. It'll come filled with cheese sticks. <laughs> All <laughs> I can think of is the the fish stick South Park episode. By the way, Each I've time not you seen say South Park. Cheese sticks. I don't know if I've seen that one. I'll talk to you about it later. Yeah, we're gonna have cheese sticks on an episode of this show. Perfect. Just so you know, um, I need. If you win my next time you're at Costco, cheese sticks and bag. black and white I got cookies, a whole bag in the, like in the on the episode. Right now. Yep, I won't be here for that one. Why? You don't like cheese sticks? I don't like eating sounds. No, no, no I mean, sorry, I meant like yeah, the night that we were recording. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, that's, that's why I was like, piece. we're recording. That's no, the other no, no. piece. The air fryer adds that crunch that oh. the oven the oven does with these specific cheese sticks, but a lot of times it does not, and that's that's what I want, like a corn. Corn dogs cooked in the che- in the air fryer in the cheese stick cooker. <laughs> <In> the cheese <laughs> stick cooker. Everything in the air fryer is better than in the oven. Are phenomenal. It really and also so good. Broccoli, air fried broccoli, broccoli? Brussels yeah. sprouts, Brussels sprouts, potatoes. Mm-hmm. You, you can bake in it. Asparagus. It's all phenomenal. Yeah, but we do like salmon, chicken parm. It's it's great. How often do you clean your air fryer? Every time we use it. Every good. time we use it. Good because yeah. I watched a video this week. I'll send it to you guys. I tried to convince Emily that it was like a cast iron skillet and you nope. didn't have to, because I'm in charge of the dishes. And so I was like, it's like a cast iron skillet. You're supposed to let it season. It. Yeah. But that's not how cast she iron was like, works either. No, fuck that shit. You, you can wash it. You clean that cast iron, sir. Yeah. yeah. Just clean it the right way. Take care of it properly. I put the I put it in the dishwasher. You, not the whole air You fryer. heathen. Oh, I thought you meant your the tray. Your, yeah, uh, the tray. Okay. Yeah. The, the, like, I thought you meant your cast iron. No, I was about no, to take no. your cast iron from you. No, I I don't. No, my cast iron's got some stories. I don't one, use cast iron because I don't know how to do it. One story and I know that also is an art. You're also fine because the soaps that are in existence now don't really strip it. I ruined one Correct. one time. It doesn't have lye in it. Well, do you use like steel wool or something? Um, it's been a while. It's, it's like been ten a while. years, and I don't really remember. But I did yeah. fuck it up, and I did hear about it. One time in my air fryer, I fried chicken that was instead of uh, tossed in flour, it was tossed in powdered sugar. <laughs> how did on that? Purpose? How it, did that turn out? No, it was, on, it was <laughs> the who person to- that I live with. Who tossed it? The person I, I I tossed it. The person I live with kept the flour and the powdered sugar in mm-hmm. the same containers mm-hmm. right next to each other. Did you touch unlabeled. it with your hands? What? Did you touch the chicken with your hands? Uh, no, I I well, I toss things in like a gallon size okay. plastic bag. 
So I just you know shook it up and then I put the put the chicken in the. But it never smelled sweet. Did or you anything? eat it? Oh, it absolutely. When it, when it was frying, I was like, "This doesn't look right. This is not." And then we I tried it and it was literally it was just so sweet. I wish like, I had tried it so I do? bad. We went to Steak and Shake. That I night. bet if you like put it on some waffles or something, probably would have been like pretty, hot yeah. sauce. Yeah, pretty the good. hard part was not burnt. It, I mean, it was burnt on the outside. Uh, yeah. Oh, you like caramelize the sugar? Yeah, it, it, that's what. Yeah, you would have to like partially cook the chicken. And then but it's yeah. a lot of work. Well, we found out because Emily was like, wait, because I, I left it out on the counter. She's like, wait, did you use this? Yeah. This is, is the powder. Is Emily sugar, the person that you lived with? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't keep that going. I should have kept it going. No, it's it's yeah. fine. Anyways. Yeah, I this was stupid. wasn't this wasn't Emily. No, it was fault. me being stupid, but that did not that still didn't ruin our cast iron. So worked out. But that's one of the stories it would tell. Perfect yeah. talk. Um so the flayed people were disgusting. Back to it. <laughs> um, so anyway, about chicken and waffles. <laughs> then we get uh, then we get a pretty good scene, I thought, between Ramsey and Ruse Bolton, um, where Ruse was saying, "I sent you to collect taxes, not bodies." Uh, Ramsey was like, "Well, here's the thing, they weren't listening." So I flayed him alive. Yeah, but you sent Ramsey, so you kind of knew. You kind of knew what you're doing. He didn't seem that bothered, really. No, of course he, not. It just kind of felt like a formality. And it kind of felt like he was just trying to get the story. Um, and Ramsey's like, well, I flayed him alive in front of his in front of everybody. And then I flayed his wife and his his brother. Brother. And then made his son watch. Made his son watch the whole thing. Uh and Ruse was like And <laughs> so how did it turn out? And he's like, the new Lord paid his taxes. <laughs> uh, it's a very Ramsey thing. It's effective. Yeah. It is effective. Not for very long, but it is effective. Well, maybe. That's what the word on the street is. Well, I mean, like if, if the new Lord doesn't pay his taxes, then he gets played. But do you really think the new Lord's going to like play that game? Eventually, someone's going to pay the taxes because they don't want to be flayed. And Ramsey seems like the guy. He will flay as Everyone. many people as it takes. Um, and then just take the taxes. I'm still shocked that flaying is what it is. We talked about this before. But like they they're just removing every bit of the skin while you're still alive. Brutal. Um, that or burning alive. What do you pick? Uh, burn. Burning. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Burning. Burning is got to be one of the worst ways to die, but it is it is gonna be better than being flayed alive. Oof. That would. Oh my god. Have you ever like? I know you have, but have you ever like uh gotten a little hangnail thing here and you try to just rip it off but then you get the skin mm-hmm. it's one of the worst pains i've felt as a human being i'm apparently like, addicted to that pain yeah yeah okay well who knew taking <laughs> taking one of your fingernails off or toenails not uh, like you took it off but it got i have not but i have uh i frequently when i clip my finger and toenails uh clip too much <laughs> and it's painful for a while you just forget every time <laughs> well, you see, my fingernail, I let them grow up because I'm scared. Honestly, it's its a fear thing. Um, so they're kind of long now. And you need like the baby one with the magnifying glass in front of it. I, the problem is I can see the line. It just... You just mm, get carried away. I don't know what happens. Do but they make for humans like what they, the grinders that you can use on dogs? Yes. Um, That's what you need. Yeah, I would probably find a way. Probably. Just leave them in there for an hour. <laughs> but you guys come back and I've got like it's out of my knuckle. 
Um, yeah, it's like that. That is what I think of when I think of flaying now. Like that pain, and it, I just couldn't handle it. But everywhere. But everywhere. And much worse. Ugh. Ugh. And I want to know the tools he uses. Like that's something we don't get. Uh, but I want to know what tools he uses for this flaying. Um, can't I want to guess a knife. But does he use like a like a pair of like tongs to like pull the skin as he's going? Okay. Or like, you know? <laughs> yep. Are you grossed out? Uh, and he's just getting no. in there with his teeth and holding it back. Ugh. Or like when Tywin was uh, skinning the deer, he's just like pulling it and rolling it. And yeah, there's a lot of ways to do it, I think. What do you think he does with the skin? I mean, it was in that Makes cart. Makes chicharrones. Chicharrones. <laughs> that was disgusting. Now I'll never <laughs> eat another one. Which I'm not. I, I mean, don't eat them anyway. But I mean, it's like pork skin brine. Yeah, right? similar. But just with people, they fry them up. Yeah. Okay. What are we doing here? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. We're. I'm trying very hard not to get away from the flayed people. Okay. Yeah. We. It, it's working. I know. So then we get uh, the news that Ruse Bolton. Uh, he's talking about uh, Ramsey. Or you You know, I got some. I got something to tell you. Quit eating and look at me. Um, you know, you're a Bolton now. It's time that you get married. And it just so happens I have the perfect girl to solidify our hold in the north. And I said, dang it, I was wrong again. Enter Santa. <laughs> I kind of thought last week that you're going to hit on it, but somehow you kept avoiding it. Yep. Um, then we conveniently see Sansa and Littlefinger. Uh, they r- ride up the hill and they see Moat Kalen. Um, it looks bad. It looks rough. It looks like a shitty place to live. Yeah. There's been a lot of like bad places to live. This looks like one of the worst, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Um, she immediately is like, what's happening here? Like, you know, where are we going? That's Mo Kalen. Like, what, you know, I've been here before, but going, she kind of knows the other way. It's kind of like she she's asking, but she knows the answer. Um, and he says, <coughs> you're a Stark. Uh, in your places in the north, um, you know. Then, then he gets in the conversation. You've been running all your life. Um, you know, this is your opportunity to avenge your family. Like he just goes into this whole like, you're, yeah, the marriage proposal was not for me. It's, it's you. Yeah. So is he saying? Is he telling her like, hey, this will give you opportunities to kill the Boltons? That's kind of what I felt like. Yeah, but if it, in my, I, I would be curious to hear your take. I kind of feel like Littlefinger will tell anybody whatever he needs to sell them on something. Yes. But like what, what is his play here? I mean, it's gotta be to try to get her to kill, to kill the Boltons and then assume power over the North. Right. And then he marries her and then he's Lord of the Vale and Lord of the. Yeah. Because in his grand scheme, he's probably planning like in the long run and, and really gambling with the the hope that Sansa will marry him in the future after she's able to avenge her family and sees this as a good thing. Right. Like it's probably a, a real gamble, but a play in that regard. Yeah. That's probably his plan. A dangerous yeah. one, but so, so like I, I really did feel like he was telling her like, yeah, you're going to do this and like stand up for yourself and, killed him yeah he's always been able to pit people against each other while Mm -hmm. also making them think that he's on both of their sides yes which is what's happening here too yeah and he's done that the whole show right which is really i mean he's very good at it yeah 
Did y'all think I when she, when Sansa rode up the hill, I was like, she looks so much like Cat right now. Yeah, Did she anyone does. Anyone else think that? Yeah. Okay. I I don't recall thinking that, but. Yeah, just the whole scene. I was like, I don't know what they did or if they did anything, but she looks like her mom. Hmm. This is weird. Interesting. Because obviously I know it's not her real mom. Is that like people telling you that you look like your mom? <laughs> a lot of people tell me I look like my dad sometimes, yeah. and I'm like, thanks. Well, well that's great. weird because that's not possible. Right. Sometimes people end up looking like their dogs. So, who, I mean, who knows? Yep. That's, it, it so happens am too. Am I the dog in this instance, or is my dad uh, my, the dog? Um, your dad's the dog. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Correct answer. Sorry if that was. Who too looks far. like Lucy? You. It's fine. Um, no, I don't have hair. I mean, it's not every time. Is it Luke? Yeah, yeah, Luke and Lucy. Didn't realize we did that until we brought home Luke home from the hospital, <laughs> and called Lucy the first time, and I went, "Oh shit!" <laughs> She's Kinda only cute. got a few good years left anyway, so it's fine. I think Jesus. it was. Fine. And then you're gonna get rid of her? Or? No, I think that's. I think the. Okay. How old is she? Things just. Happen? Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna cry? People fall off their horse all the time. It's true. Um no, she's like seven or eight. Okay. So I think she's eight. Do so you think he'll cry? When Lucy dies? Yeah. It's possible. Mm. Will Emily cry? Yes. Mm. Will Luke cry? Yes. But you just don't give a fuck. I'll probably just tell Luke that she went to a farm. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to be a good it's a great lie. Yeah, yeah. just lie to your kid. That's fine. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Um we'll figure it out one day. Yeah, so after <laughs> uh after this scene, which I hated because we've seen Ramsey before. Yes. Not good. We don't like this, right? Nope. Not a fan of it. Sansa is she is kind of uh turning into someone who can She can't, I don't think yet, defend herself, but she is learning. Yeah, and I think when we see later in the show, when she's like walking in and the the lady of the castle or whatever is like, yep. the North remembers. Like I can almost see like a, it's wedding night, but like someone has hidden a dagger underneath your bed and she's just like, oh yeah, let's, okay, you're dead now. Like, I don't see her doing that herself, but with the help of the Northerners. Is that an official prediction? Sure. For wedding night? Official prediction. Okie doke. You heard it here first. I like it. I mean, that would be the easiest way to do it. It, Yeah, should be. Because there's probably not going to be guards in your room on your wedding night. Probably not. We've talked about on this show before, Sansa really getting the short end of the stick. A lot. If you didn't think it could get any worse... It just got worse. Yeah, you know how your brother was murdered? We're gonna make you marry his son. The crazier one of the two of them. Yeah. Yep. It it really like she has really gotten fucked and not the fun kind in this whole right. ordeal. Um yes. I can't think of a worse next step for her than now to marry Ramsey, based on what we've seen of him and know of him. Um, it really, it's really sad, like to see she's so close to home and the safe place and, but it's not the same anymore. And she's been through just as much as anybody else in the show. And now we're going to add a layer and have her marry 
arguably the craziest person that we've seen in the show. There's a glimmer of hope when she says the North rem- remembers, but it's a glimmer. Right. Just a little one. Right. Like if that doesn't work out and Ramsey prevails and the knife doesn't kill him or whatever, like she's pretty fucked like in that, at that point. Um, so yeah, this was how Baelish gets her to be a, a, in like in on this plan is the craziest thing to me. Cause she's very against it uh, uh, originally, but I think it was just his crazy. I think she she wants to she she has not been safe ever in our in the show in the show that we've seen. Yeah, not since not since Ned died. Yeah. Um and even then she they were kind of at odds because she, you know, she was young and wanted Joffrey and he didn't he wasn't a giant fan of that and you know. So like I just it's it's a challenge because I think for her like she wants to be protected she wants to feel safe wants to feel loved wants to feel cared for and that's what Baelish is saying this whole time he's saying I love you like I care about you I want to protect you but like also this is something really horrible that's happening that really only you have the power to change like you got to figure this one out and then it's smooth sailing from there. And I think she wants so badly to believe that and mm-hmm. believe that glimmer of hope on the horizon that, that she can get past this and then it'll be fine that she falls for this like ridiculous story that he's spinning. Yeah. I, that's my take on it. And I think it helped a little bit that he let her think it was ruse for such a long time and then was like, Oh no, it's not ruse. It's his son. Cause this whole time she's thinking this is literally the worst thing. And then it's like, Oh, it's not, the worst thing it's at least a step down from the worst thing he also offered her that out like if you don't want to do this we'll turn around right now yeah, and leave sure. yeah sure you would right but it makes her feel like she's making the decisions right here. you're in control definitely um so i think that those elements combined probably led her to like say all right i got this i can i can do this yeah i got dark hair now i can murder people <laughs> yeah let's go i'm a fan um how are you feeling about this match i think it'll be interesting do you have you have you seen like you remember seeing the future of this or you don't remember that yes okay so i'm not gonna ask you any other so great job yeah i get and we already got your take on it um (laughs) yeah so it's a crazy twist for her i'm sure uh because she thought this whole time that it was a marriage proposal for him then she thought it was Ruse, and then mm-hmm. it's oh, it's this other guy that I've never Even heard Keith of. Even Keith thought it was a marriage proposal for him. <laughs> yeah, which is documented by the way. Yeah, on last week's true. episode. Um, then we get Brienne and Pod. Uh, they're kind of trailing behind a little bit, and um, you know, Pod's like, "We're gonna go around. That's gonna take forever." And she's like, "I know where they're going." I did like this element because it kind of like, it feels like Brienne's finally like contributing something out. help helpful. Yeah. Um. Then they have a weirdly sweet moment. Uh, she starts asking him about how he became a squire. He tells a story, um, and basically his name saved him. You know, being a pain um, was was the trick. Um, and then he talks about like he's proud to be her squire. And then she gets all soft and gentle, like I'm sorry, I'm so harsh to you. Um, then she asks if you want, want, you know, do you want to be a knight? 
And at first, I was like, is she going to knight him? Because she can't do that. <laughs> but then she's like, I can't. But I can I can train you. And I can get you ready uh, for that moment. Um, then like he... response to that. That seems more important. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's He's so perfect. Yeah. You like Truly, Pod, right? Yes. I thought so. I couldn't remember. He's the best. Who, yeah, you can't not yeah. like Pod. He's so... <sighs> He's so likable. Yeah, and he's going to die, and I'm going to be so upset about it. <laughs> Official prediction? Yes. Who kills him? Ramsey. Oh, God. That would be brutal. But I guess they are headed that direction. Yep. Um, That would be... That would suck. That would really suck. Um, Then they start talking about um, Rinley. I always liked Rinley, but this scene does more for that than any any other thing. I mean, there was the other scene that really stuck out to me about Renly and made me like him was when he was walking through his camp mm-hmm. and just talking to his men like like he talked to every single person like they were his friends. Right. And I really liked that about him. This is another scene where we hear about the kind of person he was that really made me sad that he was gone so soon. And we never got to glimpse him on the Iron Throne. I think he would have made a great king. Um, but the story, it was, <coughs> excuse me, it was weird because Brienne, when she was talking about the ball and all the other people dancing with her, she was like happy about it, even though what she was really getting to was like, this was all f- a fucked up joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that, that piece was a little bit weird. Um, but then she ends with, you know, the story of, uh, Renly's like gentleness and kindness. Uh, he danced with me. Because he was kind, uh, he saved me from being a joke, f- you know, my whole life. And um, Pod was awkward and was like, "But he was, he was." Lord well, Tyrion said he, uh, you but, know, <laughs> yes, he liked men. He liked men, not an idiot. Yeah, I. It was just that was a good scene. Yes. Um, yeah. I still don't love Brienne, personally. But Have she's, we? She's been a little bit humanized a little yeah i get it yes i get why she is the way she is i just don't like it you know i mean i like brian so no but yeah it softens this scene softens the dislike for brianne momentarily yeah sorry my throat is like itchy I can feel the coughs just on on the edge at any moment. On the tip of your tongue. <clears throat> yeah. Um this was it was a good scene. It was a good moment, mm-hmm. especially coming off of the uh reveal to Sansa and how like brutal that we can predict that potentially being. Mm-hmm. It's nice to get a soft moment um with a character that we a character that we love and then a character that some people love and some people don't like. Um it it was good. Pod is He's just always positive, like always. It kind of reminds me of Krissa. Mm. Um, she's just like she's. It's not a. It's not a show. Like it's not a. She's not like doing it for any other reason than that's just who she is. And Pod's the same way. He's just unlimited kindness. Because um, Brienne's been mean to him, mm-hmm. and he's just he's like the the moment when he, when he said I'm proud to be your squire. That's when I was like I'm gonna cry. Mm. <laughs> I didn't that time. I probably did when we first watched oh, it. But. Nice. Um, yeah, even his response when she was like, I'm sorry I snapped at you. He's like, well, I wouldn't learn anything if you didn't. Like, no. Pod, come on. 
You're too good. He's too good. He's too good for us. We don't deserve him. Yep. But don't take him, God. Do not take him. <laughs> Leave him here. Please. So we may learn from him. Please. There's only one God. Yeah. Yep. The night the night is dark and full of terrors. Yep. Um. Then we get a Stannis and John scene. John is still boring as fuck. <laughs> uh, I did like that he named Ollie his squire. I think it was a good move for a lot of reasons. Uh, one, it's good to prepare because obviously we know how quickly things can change up at the wall. Great. He may not be around much longer. Ollie's I d- probably older than 10, so he's older than the youngest one. I, I also like that Ollie is young because John's not preparing to die soon. Um, and Ollie's the most realistic chance to be like not dead by the time John dies. Right. A lot of the other guys are as old or older than John. Mm-hmm. And so like it wouldn't be super realistic because then you're going to have to train a different squire when they die. I couldn't tell by this point. Did has is Ollie taken the black? Like is he part of it now or he's got nowhere else to go? Yeah. Well Yeah, I mean to make him your steward slash squire. Yeah. Wouldn't he, he have, have to be? To. Well and I guess he Sorry, knows. I said squire. It yeah. is steward. No, I mean either one. It's fine. I guess he does at least know his vows, so he's learning, if nothing else. Yeah. It's just seems out of order yes but then again it could have happened and we just haven't seen it maybe he just yeah. made that rule yeah it also kind of seems like john's the kind of guy who's just like i'm commander i'm now. gonna break the rules because he's we've seen him do it before even though he doesn't break the vows Technically. well yeah yes yeah. but i'm excited that davos was like there's another loophole right davos is a, a like good loopholes. little salesman as well mm-hmm. oh, he knows great. where to poke he's great he look yeah, poke with his, poke with his, his knuckle nubbins. bones. Hey, you. <laughs> his nubbies. Pinky right. nubbies. It took me a second to figure out what you were doing by like poking like this. Mm-hmm. And then it clicked and it was funny. Yeah. Um, I'm trying not to laugh because the, okay, the so it cough there. Gotcha. Um, it's not great for a podcast. Uh, so I'm trying to be better. But the coughing or not laughing? Laughing. All of it. Okay. Being me. Uh, but it was it was good. That was a good joke. Thank you. Um, Visual puns are great for <laughs> podcasts. Couldn't do it. Nope. Couldn't keep it away. You a cough button, man. Um. So then Stannis asks John after the Ollie thing, where he's like, "The fuck is this kid doing?" John's like, "Oh, he's my he's my steward. Don't worry about it. I'm training him." Um. Where Stannis at? You know, have you considered my offer? Uh, he says, "Thanks, but no thanks." Uh, you know, I've got, I've, I've made vows. I got to be here. I got to run this place now. Um, Stannis responds that you're stubborn and honorable, or you're stubborn and as honorable as your father. Uh, and John's like, "Thanks, man. I appreciate that." And he's like, "Didn't mean it as a compliment. didn't mean it as a compliment. Honor is what got him killed." He's pretty blunt, Stannis. Stannis oh. seems like someone who would respect this. I don't I like. I think he does. From everything we it. know about Stannis, like honor, duty, yeah, you know, stuff like that. I think he respects Bowels. it. Well, I just I think, think he's what, grumpy about it. I think that's what Davos was like alluding to when he was like, "He sees yeah. something in you." He's a complicated man, right? Well, um, yeah, I, I think he does respect it. I think he's just sad or Matt. Does he get sad? He's probably not sad. He's probably just grumpy. I don't think he gets sad. Um, he doesn't have that emotion. Yeah, that one doesn't. That one got left out when he's he was very created. angry. Yeah. Give him a Snickers. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
We haven't seen it yet, but I wonder what he would look like when he makes the transformation after Snickers. He'd be like a 10-year-old girl. Maybe. Bear Island. Yes. Mm. I think so. What if he gave the shadow a Snickers? Does it just turn into Stannis? Just Stannis. Okay. <laughs> um, <coughs> Sorry. I'm sad we still haven't gotten that shadow again. I know. Where the fuck is it? Is it just gone? Inside Stannis, I yeah. guess. Or it crawled back inside Melisandre. Yeah, mm. maybe. That's dirty. Um, John then asks, uh, so uh, how long are you guys going to stay? Because you're kind of a problem. You're the vibes. And Stannis is like, the fuck, bro? You bored of us already? You bored of us already? Um, yes. <laughs> but, he, but he, Stannis, it was kind of like his attempt at a joke. Mm-hmm. Because then he's like, no, I know. So as close as it gets for it's, Stannis. It was it kind of felt aggressive. Yeah. But then he's like, no, I know. Yeah. We're we're going to play Fortnite and then we'll leave. We're or, playing Fortnite yeah. once the Fortnite game When I over. wrote Fortnite down, I thought of the game and I was like, that's not right. Wait, is it? It took me a second to be like, to move on. But it is right. Um, They're going to leave for Winterfell in a Fortnite. Um, and then he gives them some advice, which I thought was brilliant. Yes. Send Thorn to East Watch by the Sea and give him command. Get him out of here. It's too. It's not worth the trouble. It's dangerous. Just get him out of the way. And John, John's response is, you know, I've always been told to keep your enemies close. And Stannis's response was, whoever said that didn't have a lot of enemies. Um, or died shortly thereafter. <laughs> right. Or weren't around long enough to, to amend their statement. Um so I thought that that was good. Like, I think that that's good advice. I'm interested to hear your take on it. Yeah, um, obviously, he didn't do that. We we learned later. But did you, w- w- theoretically, is that a good plan? I think it is, yeah. Because it's putting him in command. As long as, like, East Watch by the Sea is not a, uh, what was the place that he was sending Slint to, like, Grey, whatever? Grey Guard. Grey yeah. Guard. As long as it's not, like, a graveyard. No, it's a legitimate castle. Yeah, then it's, I think it's, Honorable. The Shadow Tower, Castle Black, and East Watch by the Sea. Those are the three, three like functioning real, real castles. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like, hey, we both know our history. We've talked about it. It's fine. I want to show you. I still respect you. I think you're awesome. Well, in, in reality, why would Thorne want to stay and be bossed around right, by and feel weird that, about it? Yeah. So, like, yeah, go take command uh-huh. of this other thing. Like, that's what you want, right? right? Let's go. Yeah, I don't think they have as many... Um, like responsibilities as Castle Black does. It's also it's not as it's not as like famous. Right. They're more like they're by the sea. So they're more like guarding people sailing around the wall mm-hmm. kind of thing. So but who the fuck would want to do that? That's how most of them get around. The wildlings? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, sail around or climb a wall. Yeah, sail around, you know, and come down to White Harbor. But like but either way, you you got <laughs> it's a little bit different. I I actually like what John did more than this plan. Yes. I think it's a very John thing to do. Like, I think it fits perfectly with his character, but I personally feel like this, the smarter, safer bet in the long term would be to, to have followed this advice personally. Well, I think if like, I look at the two of them, like Thorne and Slint and I'm like, Slint seems like the, one who's like whispering in his ear, right? If nothing else, so get that, and that's what I was saying. Like, get rid of Slint, but keep Alistair Thorne because he actually has some value. Yeah, and, and he is a man who has the like uh, on paper honor. 
Right. Yeah. Obviously, he's not afraid to like dig at his minions, but he respects the the structure. So without slint in his ear, I do think that he would follow suit a little more. Right. Because he has to. Yeah. And I mean, you see it in his face when he's talking about like joking around about the latrine trench. He's like, oh, he's going to assign this to me. Right. And then he doesn't. He's like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you're first ranger now. He's like, what? Cool. And he, is- he honored him right there in front of everybody. He talked about your experience. Yeah. You know, no, no one has the resume that you have. Yeah. Because I think there's a little bit for Thorne of just like, this is not what I would have done. Right. I so would have you- immediately put you on a latrine so do you think this? Oh, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but um, but do you think this is going to work out? Like this is a good way to do it. I mean, yeah, I think so. Like Thorn obviously wasn't going to fight for Slint, but like yeah. that's symbolic of like stepping aside and letting them take him. Like, I think that both said like, yes, I'm a brother, right? Which, in addition to that, means I'm going to follow the Lord commander who that, you know, you all voted for. He's not treating me like crap yeah. here. Like he's honored me in this. Yeah. This is pretty huge. seems like John wants to bury the hatchet a little bit. Yeah. Like me and Jordan did. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Lots I should of reconciliation. Should have sent Jordan to each watch. <laughs> no, made him first ranger. <laughs> Your first ranger now, Jordan. Congratulations. Go north of the wall. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Oh, <laughs> uh, either way, get out. Um, yes, we did get a little ahead of ourselves because we then get the Davos, uh, where he kind of hangs back and we talked about it a little bit. Um, but you know, Davos has been talking to Sam, find, yeah, finding those loopholes. <laughs> yeah, he really, I mean, he he does, you know, he talks about, you know, he sees something in you, he believes in you. Uh, how do the vows go? You know, and he's like, no, 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 not that bit, the, the middle or the end. And then Ollie, you know, recites it and he cuts all you cuts like him three off. times. Yeah. Like, all right. That's enough. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Um, but the shields that guard the realms of men, uh, and he's kind of like the realms of men, like your responsibility is not just the people here at Castle Black and the other Night's Watch. It's it's all men. Um, yeah, and, the best way of helping the most people might not be sitting in a frozen castle at the edge of the world. Yeah, and you know the Boltons rule the North, and as long as they do that, the North is going to continue to suffer. So think about it, basically. Then he leaves. Uh, then we make our way back to the House of Black and White, um, where we get the wharf. Waif. 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 Waif, wharf, whatever. Wharf is like a ship thing, right? Yes. Correct. Uh, what is it? Ship it's like the things. thing that they, like, it's like dock on, basically, like uh, the whole contraption. The more you know. Um, right? Like Kind of like the... I mean, I think it's like another name for dock, but yeah. I might be wrong. No, I mean that check that y'all both said. We don't know what we're talking about. Oh, I did not, for the record. Uh, I'll join the dumb side of the room again. Um, The waif slapped the shit out of Arya with that little stick thing. With the stick. I mean, she hit her hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, She said, who are you? Arya responds, no one. And then just whack. Pretty decent acting job, too. Like, she... You can see in Arya's face, like, she's kind of confused at first. Like, why are you asking this question? And like, oh, it's a test. I know the answer to this one. No one. Bam. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Can't win. No. Then she slapped her some more times. Uh, <laughs> and Arya makes a grab for her sword. Yeah. She said, you're about to find out. Yeah. Which is. How to get these hands. That was good. Which is good. Then Jockin ruins the moment. Um, Comes in. Uh, You know, what's going on here? And basically says she's not ready. Arya says, I am ready. 
Um, and Chalkin's response is basically, okay, then whose shit is this? Like, if you are ready to become no one, which he's mentioned several times, and, you know, the waif was clearly trying to get that answer out of her, then whose shit is this here? Right. Uh, because it seems to me like Arya Stark's stuff is here. Yeah. And you were Arya Stark, but if you're now no one, then why is Arya Stark's stuff still here? Um, which it kind of like... See... They've they they haven't really given her a lot of clear direction on like what steps she needs to take because I think it's some a lesson like they they're hoping she's gonna figure out on her own but they kind of had to like push her in the right direction here. I'm gonna push them. So push them. This is two episodes in a row. I think that we've done yeah. that. Um, I think it's like 42 episodes in a row. That's the goal. <laughs> I if we do we this, started on, with beating the beast stuff and uh, and Hamilton Hamilton and now yeah we're, where'd beating the beast go? I don't know. We're fully entrenched with John Mulaney. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I'm fine with, I think. I love Any, John Mulaney. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, still the best comedy show I've ever seen, ever in my life. Never, I've never laughed so hard ever in my whole life. Um, yeah, dangerous. I like to see him live. I feel like his life is. Well, no, he has a <laughs> baby now, right? With yes. Olivia Munn. Is that who it is? Not Olivia Munn. What is that? Who is it? Oh God! Know. Yes, please. He talks about his wife. No, uh, they got divorced. They did him, and his, him and his wife so, got divorced, and he's oof. he started dating Olivia Munn, and then had a baby real quickly. I think. Yeah, because we talked about that. Um, sorry for the sound. Well, he he had a yeah. <laughs> They're weird and strong. Immediately so looked over enjoy. at you when I heard that noise. He had a relapse. Extra strong. Jeez. Yeah, it's Olivia Munn. Yeah, I knew he had a relapse. Yeah, the baby's name is Malcolm. Sorry. How many did you? Two. Oh, okay. Because I've had. It looks like a handful. I've had that brand before, and I've but not the extra strong ones. So I took two. Yeah. Didn't need two. What flavor is that one? It's like just. It's just original. Right. Like. Not even a cherry. No, the cherry ones are good. You said you didn't like cherry, so. Yeah, the other flavor of whatever brand that is, great. God, this is burning my tongue. <laughs> um. It means it's working. It is working. I can feel the tickles like. Gone. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if you don't stop sucking that thing, you've in the got mic, to stop that. I it's going to leave. You, Guys, dude. I have to suck the juice out because it's going to burn my tongue. Do it off. away from the mic. I can't. I'm talking into the mic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've got to suck look, the juice out. Look what you've amateurs. done, Lydia. <laughs> Amateur hour over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to do. All we hear is this. I mean, I'm between had, a rock and a hard place here. We really do are doing the ASMR, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But it's the gross kind now. <laughs> I'm it's sorry. either a, a hard cough or like a soft suckling noise. Ooh, I would so. much rather Ooh. have the hard cough. Really? I think you got the hard cough from the soft suckling noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's the circle of life, man. <laughs> so don't do a soft suckle before we record podcasts. Mm-hmm. Right? No, no, do it during. Uh, do it during. Do it apparently. during. Yeah, okay. Apparently that's uh, the, that's the key. I'm gonna start just smoking this thing right now. <laughs> My throat feels better. If anybody gave a shit about that, I know I Lydia did. did. We all thank do. you. No, you guys are fucking complaining. No, we are glad that your throat is good. We are sad that also throat, shut the fuck up. Your throat is in my ears. I'm sorry. Um, then they make their way to the morgue. Well, we uh, I think it cuts directly from there to the dock where she's where she. Oh is, yeah, she's uh, discarding her shit. Right, but not her she sword. can't throw a needle. Can't do it. Honestly, that was a pretty emotional scene. Yeah. yeah. 
Clearly. To be honest, she cried. I didn't, didn't give, give a, a shit. Fast forward. <laughs> Not a single one. Wow. Perfect. I found it relatively convenient that you move those three rocks. And there's, and there's like a, a hollow. Sword hole. Shape. Yeah. Yeah. Sword shape. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> huh. Well, and I was like, one, Jockin's definitely watching you. Yeah. Two, that sword's not staying there. Even if he wasn't, someone's going to take that. Also, that means you're not going to be good at whatever you're like trying to become right. in this place because you have attachments still. So. I think that's the point. But yeah. I get it. That she can't, she can't let Arya go. Yeah. We'll see. I, I mean, my I'm money's scared on, to talk on this thing now. My money's on uh, someone stealing the sword. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And like fighting her with it. Ooh. Killing her with it. Ooh. Whoa. 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 Lydia. Oh. <laughs> well, that was. That, no, that fits. <laughs> Zero fits out of you, 10. Hmm? That fits with you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Zero out of 10? No. <laughs> the whoa Thanks. that she gave. Oh, I thought it was good. I like to breathe in with my mouth open. The yeah, doesn't it feel like your throat is a winter wonderland? <laughs> You're uh, you are Drogon, Dragor, <laughs> Dragor. But it's like a reverse no, dragon. Yeah, the opposite. Right. So I'm breathing in rather than breathing out. Breathe in, breathe out. Um, I love it. So yeah, then, so then she, we're at the morgue. Yes. Yep. And there's a dead body there. And we're gonna take its clothes off and wash it. I guess. I don't. What do you think's happening with these bodies? Not a clue. The only thing I could possibly think of, I was like, either they're going to do something gross with it and like, like climb in or wear it. Sex stuff. Oh, sorry. No, okay. I wasn't thinking sex stuff. Climb in or wear it. I love where your mind goes. <laughs> What's that called? When you have sex with corpses? Necro- necrophilia. Necrophilia. Yeah. What did you say? Necromorphism? I like that. I said too. necrophiliaism. Okay. You're back on our side, bud. That's fine. <laughs> oh, necrophiliaism would be right. You're, yeah. I, I don't. The action of doing it? Yeah. I think so. Of necrophilia, that the act of doing necrophilia, right? Yeah, sure. Let's see, yeah, I like that. I want the real answer. No, I don't know the real answer. You haven't studied. <laughs> no, I don't know how the ism goes on no. the end of the is, but it doesn't matter. Necrophiliaism. Look, English is all about getting your point across, and you did that. Thanks. So yeah. So you thought they were going to climb into them? Yeah, or... either climb into them or they're using them to like transform into them, Dude. type thing. I don't know who's going to look at my Google search history. <laughs> you got a private window, those, man. Yeah. That's, that's too much work. Because, like, if they're becoming no one, these dead people are no one now. Right. So, like, I can become you and not. It's a good guess. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a word. It checks out. Necrophiliaism? Yep. Suck my dick, then. That's not what it means. Both of you. So I think necrophilia is... Why are you pointing at me? Have one of those first because it would feel good to both of us. I think necrophilia is the actual act and necrophilism is the actual like attraction. Hmm. Okay. Checks out. Great. The next one, people also ask, people who Google necrophilism also ask, can you go to jail for necrophilia? The answer is yes. Yeah. It's a big yes. Yep. That's why Justin ran away from those dead bodies. So. Because <laughs> of the urges. The urges. They just over, they were too strong. Yep. I'm going to exit out of that window real quick. And I was hoping now forget. that's what your Instagram ads will be. Right. Yeah. Oh, hey, guess what happened to me today? You guys will love this. Remember last night on the show when I had the large yeah. penis? Cock. Well, today <laughs> at work, um, 
I opened up my phone to go to the internet and, and there it was. Google something, and there was a giant dick on my phone. Was there someone watching you do this? Um, Sexy singles in th- your ear. There were people near me, but not like nice. looking. So I think I played it off. So you like did it to yourself. <laughs> I definitely, yeah. I should have just exited out of the right. window because last night. Because you did it to yourself during the podcast. Yeah, last night. Yeah. Right. And then I said, oh, I should, I should clear that prevent out this. And then I didn't. It wasn't like an audible, whoa. <laughs> um, I don't really know, but I if I don't really know, that's fair. Anyway, um, so we think that we're gonna get some transformations. Is that what you said? Maybe, yeah. Okay, I like it. I gotta figure where I am. Uh, we're uh, in the morgue. We were in washing the, the bodies. What are we gonna do with these bodies? Yeah. Next page. Next page. Winterfell. Winterfell. Sansa's return. Ooh. Um, that's the it looks a little different. What? Winterfell. It does look different. Yeah, they built some patios. Not in a fun way. Yeah, it looks real <laughs> shitty. Yeah, and there's <laughs> flayed people hanging. You know out. what we need here? Fucking patios. Balconies. Some balconies everywhere. here. <laughs> balconies. Well, where else are we gonna hang the flayed men? Oh, that's that's true. Yeah, it just didn't fit the aesthetic. Yeah. Um. Er, earlier, when we first saw the flayed men. Yes. And and woman. Right. And. Reek, Reek, Reek looked over and saw them. Were those two dead kids still hanging up there too? No. Who were the the flayed people? That was said, was that Lord they were talking about? Was it someone that we'd met? No, it was no. the Lord they were talking about. They're trying to get the taxes from. It was the Lord, his wife, yeah, and his okay. brother? Because Reek Lord was Kerwin. Like, Kerwin. Did he know them? Because he seemed like to have a I think personal it was, reaction. I think it was reminiscent of Got the, it. the the kids. Okay. I think it just brought, brought back, back some memories. That was my take on it. That's probably good. Um, I didn't notice them still hanging. Mm-hmm. It looked, yeah, it looked like they were shooting, and that like a charred foot was hanging in the corner of the screen. Mm. Maybe. It very and well that's could why be. I was asking, but the Boltons are not. Don't seem like the people who are bothered by the right. stench of death. Well, and no one was has been around to take anyone down. Well, and the Boltons know that those aren't the Stark kids, but they want everybody else to still think that they are. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Um, also, they haven't really checked up on Locke. <laughs> Locke went up to the, the wall and AJ never though. came back. Yeah. It's fine. Don't and he's not going it. to. Nope. nope. He's, he's he done. He got his neck snapped. And it was awesome. Yep. By Sweet Hodor. Kill of the Week. Uh, it was Kill of the Week. By um, Bran. Yeah. Brodor. 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 I, love I like that. that. Like Trogdor. Huh? Like Trogdor. What's that? From Homestar Runner? Nope. It's like a deep cut. Thank you. Yeah, Keith. yeah, that's, that was a uh, World Star or YouTube videos. Or What's something? deeper than a deep cut? <laughs> yeah, the deepest cut. That was that's a flayed cut. <laughs> Wasn't it like an internet thing? Yeah, yeah. Homestarrunner.com. Oh, it was a website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No strong, with, strong bad emails with two R's because if you just did one, that was a porn site. Right. Oh, good. They love doing that. Or Homestar Runner. Yeah. Homestar Runner. H O M E S T A R R U N N E R. Yeah. One the two R's are the star and runner. Oh. But if it was just one R between the two. Uh, yeah. One time I went to xmen.com. Ooh. <laughs> one time I tried to go to YouTube and I just wrote tube.com. That's also a porn site. Mm. Yeah. So I favorite xmen.com back when I was like 11 or 12 was a porn site. I don't know what yeah. it is now. I'm nice. sure. Oh, it's definitely a porn site. I'm sure Fox bought that now. Maybe. xmen.com. Let's find out. Let's Here we go. go. But it was one of the porn sites where it like threw up 500 pop-up ads. If I was Perfect. stopping, the, if I wasn't going to get 
Yep. Any more <laughs> any more asses on my uh Instagram? I am I am now. Uh nope, you're right. Marvel. Look at that. Wow. Oh, oh page is under maintenance though. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. sure it is. Come on, I, yeah, I assumed by now they would have had to buy X-Men. I'm going to Google, didn't X-Men.com used to be a point? <laughs> well, what's the like uh, backtrack uh, way thing? Back the machine? way back. Yeah. You could use that to f- see. You knew it. That would have been like early 2000s. And it was a porn site. Because I have the distinct memory. I know where I was. I was at 803 Kathy Circle. And we had this like uh, office room where the computer was. And I went in there to... Go to xmen.com because at the time I was watching the TV series. And you really wanted to see more pictures of Rogue. No, I thought that there would be like a game that I could play, the computer game. This hmm. is a really cute story. And uh, I was young. I had never visited a porn site at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, hello, porn site. And I'm here welcome, hang- visitor. I'm here to hang out. It threw up 500 pop up ads and I was trying to X out of them, but as you X out of them, more come more up. Keep coming, yeah. And I panicked and I unplugged the computer. That's what you got to do. <laughs> And then I plugged it back in and tried to like, then once I rebooted it, didn't help. So then I like went and did the computer like restart. That solved the issue. But what I didn't know at the time, and it didn't come back to bite me. I didn't know about like clearing browser history. Right. So I didn't do that. Uh, But thankfully I never heard about it. Right. Well, also luckily if someone looks at that, they just go, oh, X-Men. Yeah. But do like when a pop-up ad pops up, does that like also link a different cookies thing in the search history i don't remember i don't know how that was this it was early 2000s yeah it's it was a wild west back then yeah it's the wild west now (laughs) but a different type of wild west back then it was like if you knew what you were doing you're okay and if you didn't know what you're doing you were on aol but now (laughs) it's just like anything goes you guys ever do duck duck go yep what is that it's like uh like no no cookies kind of thing it's like private Browsing. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're more privacy focused. Interesting. So, anyway, all that to say, xmen.com Sorry. is safe now for <laughs> no, all you no listeners apologies. out in the world. It's, it is safe, but it's under maintenance. Yeah. Well, that's because Marvel is in talks to make the X Men movies. Maybe we can <laughs> That'd be buy it. We should do it. It will probably cost lots of money. Well, I just bought dragons of dreadforts.com. So, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Excellent. How much money did that cost? $8. Yes. Woo! Hell yes. There was not a lot of people bidding for that one. Not <laughs> a lot. Keep your receipts. Okay. Yeah. You may want to hang on to that. Um, I don't know where the fuck we are. Uh, oh, Winterfell. Sansa's return to Winterfell. She gets introduced to Ramsay. That mm-hmm. pause before Lord Bolton. Yeah. Delicious. Oh, good. Pregnant. Very I pregnant pause. I was hoping. I knew that it was unrealistic for her to make anything crazy happen right there. Mm. But I was just hoping for a spit in the face. <laughs> yeah. Dagger to the eye. Dagger to the eye. Right up into the chin. The Starks some, in their regards. Some, yeah, yeah. Something. She pulls out ice from somewhere. Ooh. I know it doesn't exist the, anymore. No more ice. <laughs> unfortunately, it has been melted down. But hey. But Brienne's, Brienne's not far it. behind. Yeah. She's got, got the other part. Uh, I think it was probably. No, it probably wasn't buried with Joffrey. But it's somewhere still. Widow's Bane. Yeah. Oh, did Joffrey have it? Yeah. Maybe Tommen. Widow's it. whale. Widow's, Widow's whale. Whale is what I said. What yeah. <laughs> Wolf's Bane. They nope. they threw out Wolf's Bane. Fuck out. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I like what that mix of words that you just fuck said. out. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know if fuck I've heard out. That <laughs> fuck out. Fuck Not get I, the. Just kind of like fuck out of here. Right. Or fuck off. But it's just simplified. Just fuck out. Really. No, I did say the wrong thing. I just like to 
pretend I didn't. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I, I worked hard to get myself on the smart side of the room, and I've dug myself back onto the dumb side this episode. I'm upset that uh, Ruse didn't introduce his wife. Yeah. <laughs> what is her name? I forgot. Walda. I Walda. forgot who it was for half a second. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's your wife. <laughs> Who's this fat bitch? Oh, that's oh. right. That's right. Um, Ramsey was annoyingly nice. Cordial? Yeah. yeah. He was so, he played the part so well. He kissed her hand, didn't he? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I just wanted her to slap him. Yeah. Um, but Miranda. Miranda was not Ooh. happy. Oh, remember Ooh. Miranda. Uh-huh. None of those women were happy. She was slinging some daggers. Yeah. I'm interested to see how she comes into play. Yeah, I'm more worried about them than I am Ramsey. That's fair. Same. Mm. She seems like the jealous yeah. type. I mean, Ramsey can't hurt, can't kill her, right? Her, like, his weird, like, <laughs> nobody's. His weird Ramsey thing can do to, whatever the fuck he wants. His weird thing to Littlefinger, I was just like, is this, like, legitimately sincere? Because it kind of feels like it. That's called, yeah, those are, that's. Right. I mean, it could be lying or craziness, right? but, like, it couldn't. I mean, he could be the kind of guy who, like, gets his crazy out outside the home. Right. So that he can, like, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw we didn't see what happened. You're a good husband, but we saw weird, bloody, whatever it was Maybe with that other that. girl. Get your crazy out. Yeah, I think yeah. your problem is that you're crazy all the time. Mm, that's true. It's kind of like my issue. The difference is I live alone, so I can do whatever I want when I'm here. <laughs> um, so you should move in with Justin, is what he's saying. Hell yeah, let's do that shit. There's there's a uh, conflicting theories of how it would. Go. I go back and forth on wondering if we would make it or not. We'd make it. Sometimes I think we would. Sometimes I think we wouldn't. We'd make it. It's it's always when like something like you do or I hear a story like something Emily says and I'm like, yeah, I would fucking kill you. Like the powdered sugar chicken. (laughs) No, that wouldn't bother me. That would I would have laughed at him. We all laughed. Yeah, we we did laugh and we ate steak and shake. It was great. It's like when he tells stories about how he never picks up his laundry. So I don't leave it all around the house. And do you have a special chair for it? I don't know if I remember nope. these stories. Tell the story. No, Go ahead. I, there's a magic spot right next to my bed. If I leave my laundry there, it automatically gets in the laundry basket. <laughs> Amazing. It's it is it's really pretty crazy. The difference is I wouldn't pick your shit up. I would just be mad at you. We wouldn't be sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> like why not? I'd put all my laundry right there next to my bed. I'm saying if we were together. Oh. If oh. things were Oh, be- I I never thought that we'd yeah, I didn't think that's right. I don't think either. we would do well, we'd probably do okay as a couple. Yeah, I think you guys I'm basically married to you right now. Yeah. We'd be we'd argue. You and Emily are extremely similar though. I know. We'd argue a lot, but I I I'm never like I never have been mad at you for longer than like 10 minutes. I get annoyed at you like when you know we have interactions sometimes, but I'm never like mad at you. <laughs> so I think that we'd be okay. Okay. I don't know how much of that I could take. I'm learning though. so many things here. Thankfully, you leave sometimes, yes. whereas if we live together... I still leave. Yeah. That's true. Not home that much. <laughs> I'm here. Well, well, if you weren't going to a different place and you were just here all the time... Right. Maybe in this world, Emily is running this podcast. Ooh. What do you guys think? Do you think that we could pull this off? I don't know. I think it would be a little tumultuous, but I think you'd make it work. I L- think we enjoy toxic, toxic relationships. You said you do um all the dishes, right? So you could do oh, laundry. Oh, I know. No, no, no. I want to be clear because I will get like blasted for this. Yeah. I do not do all the dishes. They are my responsibility. Oh, okay. But we have different 
ideas of when dishes need to be done. Mm. Mine is when the sink is full. Oh, no. Exactly. I don't like that. Yeah. Well, if I lived with somebody platonically, it would be I wash my dishes, you wash your dishes. It's not... Would you actually do that though? Yeah. Or is oh, that absolutely. Like a, the theory. No, no, of... no. I, I was, I washed my dishes at at uh, houses that I lived at with other guys, and no, none of them did, and it fucking pissed me off. I went on a week long cruise one time, and the the sink was overflowing with dishes. I got back, the same sink dishes? was the same dishes. Gross. And it pissed me the fuck off. My problem when I had someone living here was that I I do the dishes, but I like to soak the dishes. Let them really get all the stuff off. Same. Same so I don't have to scrub so hard. I'm a soaker. And that was a problem. But now I do whatever I want. And the dishes right. soak and they're clean. And then I put them in the dishwasher to get a little extra clean and then put them away. I'm a big dishwasher fan. I'll put anything. I, I want to put anything in the dishwasher. I want it to be clean when I put it in the dishwasher. Right. But I'm saying like I'll I want to put everything in there, even things that say like, oh, not dishwasher safe. Fuck that shit. It's going in the dishwasher. No. But I, I'm not allowed to. And that is part of the reason why I don't do dishes all the time is because she likes to use non-dishwasher dishes mm. all the time. Gotcha. And, um, and it must be nice to have someone that cares about you and cooks food. I mean, yeah, but that's not... I'm just kidding. ...when the non-dishwasher <laughs> dishes are used. When are they used? She uses a cup every day. Like a like a Yeti cup or uh, something along those lines mm-hmm. for water and stuff. They can't go in the dishwasher. They can't go in the dishwasher. Most of those can't, right? Most of them are not supposed to. Yeah, I know people that do put Yetis in the dishwasher, mm. and they're fine. So I installed one of those uh, things yeah. that they've got at like coffee shops where you like put a cup on it and the it pitcher sprays washers. the water. Yeah, the pitcher nice. washer. I installed that on our sink for those types of things. That's pretty cool. You want to come do that at my house? I mean, you just buy it off Amazon. I'm fairly you have to, like, cut to a hole it. somewhere. Or? Do you have a hole for soap in your sink? No. Oh, then yeah. That's what you used. Yeah, we That's don't cool. we don't use that soap. So, oh, okay. Ripped it out, put it Brilliant. in. I do not have a hole. Bing for bang soap. boom. Cool. I like a hole for soap. Soap hole. <laughs> Spray your hole. Mm-hmm. Basically, like a bidet for the sink. Yep. Yeah. Nice. You ever use a bidet? I have not, but I would like to. I don't think I would like it. I think I would. I've heard good. Everyone who has a bidet loves their bidet. I, I feel like the temperature would need to be. You can control they have that. A, yeah, they have set a, proper. Yeah, they have both. Right. Interesting. No, no. The problem is like those are like hundreds of dollars. Not yeah. the tushies. Not the. Yeah, the tushy goes goes right on there. Yeah, it clips right on. Is it temperature controlled though? I don't know. I think you can get one that is. I don't want cold ass water shooting up my ass. I don't. I think it's just room temperature. Yeah, that's fine. I think. I don't really want water shooting in my ass. If I you mean, have a bidet, text us your phone it. number and we'll call you. Yeah, we'll call you and talk about it. Yeah, you can use it live on air. <laughs> Tushy sponsors people. Come on. Yeah. How many times do we have to say it? You <laughs> think? They do sponsor podcasts. They yeah. do. Yeah. You can probably reach out to them. We can install one here. We will rec- live record Justin yeah. using it for the first time. Boom. If okay. you send, with if his you pants send us on. one. With my pants on. <laughs> well, yeah. no, we'll all be out of there because he won't take his pants off with us in there. No but. chance. We'll just string the microphone into there. This is just you. Okay. Nick can help then. Why? That's why we can't live together. <laughs> why? Because you're going to make me uncomfortable all the time. 
Actually, I like to be naked. You like to be fully clothed. I like to be fully clothed. I, I, I like to be. I do also want to point out that the last two times that you've come over before they get here, you've come and snuggled with me. Yeah. I haven't had to say uh, anything. Good for you guys. <laughs> so just yeah. for the record, you do give it behind closed doors. That's true. You give it good. Um, <laughs> so you're taking it behind closed doors? Yes. Um, See, that'd be a, that I'd be okay with. I couldn't do it. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the episode. Because I don't know where we are. Oh, uh, then Sansa. Sansa's return. Pause. The pregnant pause, the introduction to Ramsey. He's pleasant. She finds her way to her quarters. I don't know what room this is. Right. This wasn't her old room, right? I don't know. I was hoping it would be, but they didn't talk about it. So She looked like she was having... I don't know if it was just like being back in general, but I thought that's, maybe it was her old room. That's because what I she couldn't was tell. Like, oh. It was that look, the look you're yeah. talking about. I couldn't tell if this was like... Just reminiscent in general, mm-hmm. or like specifically her room. Does it say in the script? Uh, no. Okay. Well, that's who not knows. Helpful. Sansa down the hallway to her chambers. Let's just say it was because that makes me feel good. Um. Then the old lady, the North remembers. Welcome home, Lady Stark. The North remembers. Yeah, it does. What'd you think about it? Loved it. What do you think it's indicative of, or? portraying or well i mean what we learned from stannis earlier at some point like the northerners are not excited about the boltons being there um we saw mormont's daughter uh say very clearly who rules the north mormont's niece yeah niece yeah um so yeah i'm imagining there will be some sort of rising up that occurs Hmm. I did. It was like a cool moment that I didn't expect. Yes, very much so. It just came out of the blue. Because we don't know who that lady is. We don't know if she was part of the Bolton crew and came here or if she's left over. I was surprised that they left people uh, and didn't just replace everybody with their own people. I would be super excited if the show actually is using someone that they used in the first couple of seasons Mm -hmm. at Winterfell. They probably aren't, but I think that would be cool. No, and the phrase the phrase was actually fairly popular at that t- like before after the red wedding, people had read the books, and so they were they would say the the you know phrase the North remembers, but uh, but this was the first time we got it in the show, which was really cool because mm. it was on t shirts and people would say it and you know, a little bit of fan service, stuff. right, right. So it was good, um, and I've always liked that uh, little old lady. I am trying to look her up while we are talking. Um, Where do we go next after that scene, Nick? He's going to go to Castle Black, but I don't want to leave if he's going to. Her name is Stella McCuster. She was born in Ireland. Nice. Let's see how many episodes of Game of Thrones she was in. What speed do you guys listen to our podcast at? Uh, 1.25. Lydia? Normal. One, yeah. So I didn't. I didn't know what I was listening to, and then the other day my podcast settings reset back to one, and I said I cannot listen to us talk at normal speed. <laughs> so slow. This is terrible. And then I looked at what it actually was, and it was like one point nine. I was like, Wow, that's, that's really fast. This is great. Yeah. I listen to most other podcasts on either one point five or double time, mm-hmm. but I cannot listen to any show that I'm on because I talk too fast. And yep. Sully talks especially fast, yeah. and you talk kind of fast. Double time is too fast for me. Um, I and one point five can sometimes be too fast because, like, 
when I'm listening to like Lore or Haunted Road or something like that, I want to make sure that I'm like digesting the information. Yes. Uh, and so I'll do 1.25 because it's a little bit faster, but it's not, but it's fat, it's slow enough that I can. Yeah, I digest. listen to a and d podcast that I listen to it at like 1.1 1. 1 or something yeah. like that because yeah. I want to hear all of that. Like when I'm listening back to us, obviously I've already heard it kind of because yeah. I was living it. So it varies based on the subject matter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Castle then Black. And we're at the wall. We learned that Maester Amen is sick. Then we get the latrine pit scene that we talked about. Then we get the Alistair Thorne scene that we talked about. Those gingers. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, after Alistair Thorne is named First Ranger, Janos is uh, told he's going to go to Greyguard and... Uh, Fix it up. Tells him you can stick it up your ass, basically. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not doing that shit. He, I think he literally does. Yeah. Say, showed up your bastard ass. Um, then John gives the command to take him outside. Ollie, grab my sword. And I was like, Uh-oh. Holy <laughs> shit. Did you think that he was going to execute him? I thought he was. <clears throat> and then when Slint was, like, crying. Yeah, literally. I was like, he might actually show mercy. But he was very Ned Starkey. I'm surprised that you thought he was going to execute him. So... The only reason that I did was he felt it felt like what he was trying to do was get rid of Slint. Like this is the bad influence in our camp. He was a coward. Mm-hmm. He is a snake. Like push him out of here. After that showing on his like very first kind of like command, <clears throat> it's kind of like I learned this from my dad. These are the rules. I've got to do it. But this is what's going to happen. Right. This isn't a show. Like, if I'm going to bring you up to the chopping block, like... I'm chopping your head up. I'm chopping your head up. This isn't, like... I'm not threatening you. We're doing it. But you thought when... So when uh, Jana says, like, mercy, mercy, and then and John stops. Yeah, when he stopped, that was when... I was like, okay, he's going to be like... Yeah. Look, I want you all to see, like, there was going to be some sort of speech or something. I think if if Janice would have stopped at mercy, mercy, I'll... I'll go to Grey Guard. It's fine. Like, you know, I shouldn't have said that. Whatever. I think he probably would have let him. Mm. But when he started, exactly what you said, the whole coward thing really came into play. When he started saying, like, I was, I'm afraid. I was, I've always been afraid. Yada, yada, yada. Those aren't people you can have, one, in charge. Two, you shouldn't have them around. Three, at, like, specifically for the Night Watch. Right. We have a lot of stuff that we've got to deal with. Exactly. So it cannot be always scared so i think that's that's when john was like well at this point now that he said that all of that i gotta i've gotta do it you know i think he was planning on doing it originally like you said mm. and then when he says mercy there was a, pa- a pause and i think that if in that moment janice would have stuck to it uh it would have been fine but you can't you can't say all that no. and then expect to still be there no. you know because um, he's already shown it too. It's not just like he's saying it here. He's shown that he was he was found in the larder with you know with the women and children. So all that you know all that I think plays into it. Um, so okay, and we get uh, another name on the board up there, Jano Slint. That head. This is two episodes in a row where we've had executions take place that I did not think would happen until the moment the sword swung. What was the? 
Danny executing oh, the yeah uh, former sl- yeah Masador yeah in l- last week's episode. Um, Both of those I thought were not going to happen. That one I think I was more surprised about than this one. Well, and it's interesting that you bring that up because I think they're both the same but very different executions. Because John's was like, my dad taught me if you're going to swing the sword, like if you're going to condemn them, you swing the sword. Right. It's for honor. It was the right thing to do in that moment. And it like didn't have stupid repercussions. Whereas Danny's was... 100% 100% the opposite. I, I found it reminiscent of Rob and uh, Rickard Crossart. Mm. Um, a little bit of anger. <coughs> yeah. But, but then a little bit of a thought. And then the motherfucker opened his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think this one even was more more better than the Crossart one. Because mm. like... I love more better. Yeah. Because I questioned the Crossart a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. I understood it, but sure. I questioned it. This one, well, it had it had very real implications to his right. battle strength because of the amount of men they had. See, I that's interesting because I feel the opposite. I feel like Car Stark, while it was a tough decision, it had it had to happen. He had proven a couple of different times that he was going to be this guy. John really hasn't come toe to toe with Slint in this capacity other than this one time. Right. And John feels like the guy who will give someone a second chance, maybe even a third. Like that's the kind of guy John is. Mm -hmm. This was the first time he's been Lord commander and slint has challenged him. So I just thought based on what we know about John and this being the first instance that he would try the mercy thing and see how it played out. And then maybe next time do something different. Um, The look to Stannis was interesting. It was Mm -hmm. interesting. I, this is there's been a couple times where Stannis and John have had like a a moment, mm-hmm. a nonverbal moment. Um, the other one was obviously when um, Mance Mance Raider took the arrow from John and Stannis wasn't happy about that, but they had a look. And then this one too. Um, I like. I think it's weird that Stannis is like watching over things. Um, obviously, he's made his his stance known like he wants John and the night's watch to join him in the, in the wildlings and all that. But, um, it's just a weird, it's a weird environment. It's weird that Stannis is there. Um, I think this is the first time though, that Stannis gets to pretend to be King a little bit more. Yeah. Cause like at home, it's just him. Yeah. And it's been him. So there's nothing different, but now he gets to like lord it over people. Yeah. Especially that bastard. Right. <laughs> Yeah. The Bastard of Winterfell. Yep. Which is a good title. Being a bastard ain't a bad thing. Word. No, yeah, I'm not saying it is, but it does seem hurtful, the title. I mean, I feel like I can I can speak for the bastards in the room. Uh not hurtful. It's not that big a deal. Good to know. Um I call you bastard a lot. How more. do you feel? Differently? Eh. I liked Nick's response of I'm also called John. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My friends call me John. Right. <laughs> the name I use is Keith. Yeah. Um, yeah, I used to get called bastard by the person I lived with as a joke. Oh. Um, and I always kind of thought it was funny. Oliver's really mean. Yeah. No, <laughs> he still lives with me. Dude, Emily okay. Emily got me the other night. And like it it kind of was nice because I'm a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And 
it was a reminder that she can be sometimes too. We were, I told her like, oh, I, I talked to my grandpa today and she said, which one? Because my other grandpa died like a year ago. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> that was, That's good. And I looked at her and she went, bah! <laughs> I was like, you bitch. She does do stuff like that sometimes. It was funny. I, yeah. It got me. It was, Great job, Emily. Yeah. Caught me off guard. Uh, I did give uh, the Janus slant execution. Well, first I wrote Janus a bitch. Mm-hmm. Then I gave him kill that kill of the week. Okay. That nice. head rolling was excellent. Were there any other kills in this episode? Um, not on screen that I remember. We didn't see the flaying, yeah. Uh, we didn't see the flaying. That's pretty brutal. <laughs> but kill of the week, that head roll, I'm into it. Um, can we give kill of the week to Jock? Could we have given kill of the week to Jockin with ooh. the with the liquid with the with the oh that's true. water? Yeah, he didn't force it on the guy though. Yeah, no. that was co- just a nap. Yeah, guy just took a nap yeah, and then cool. found his body on a table. Right, just getting what washed. am I doing here? Um, so we're bathing. You nap in the house. Yeah, of we're bathing <laughs> you, sir. Yeah, you don't sleep here, bitch. <laughs> um, so then we go to the high septon. <laughs> He's into some weird shit, man. He's into some weird shit. Um, I'm kind of here for it. Yeah, I, I didn't like, hate it. Well, I understand this. Right. <laughs> I didn't hate it. Um, I wouldn't have picked the the one that had the hair over the, the stranger. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked that one. You don't like some strange? I like faces. <laughs> People like anonymity. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I like faces. Sure. I, I appreciate a pretty face. Um, I like how Oliver was like, always the maiden. <laughs> yeah. Always. yeah. Um, I how about somebody new? <laughs> There's like seven people here. Why don't you just pick a different one? Right. <laughs> nope. He's got his taste and he's sticking to it. Kind of like me at restaurants. If you ever go to a restaurant with me. You don't order anything new. Biscuits and gravy. Um, if I like it at that one place. All right. Yeah. I like, I like to switch it up. No, once I find something I like somewhere, I'm pretty much only going to order that. Every now and then I'll try something different, and then you'll be disappointed. And then I'll go back to the like, Man, the main thing. What if there's something else you could like better? Well, it's not even about that. It's just about trying new things. Yep. Yeah. These guys have a lots of things on their menu. Mm-hmm. A lot. At least seven yeah. on this menu. Yeah. If I find what I like, I know I'm going to like it. Okay. You know, it's a risk. It's well, a it's a risk. What would you have had on this menu? Um, I don't remember which one she was, but there was one that I was like, that's the one. That one. <laughs> um, it was on, yeah, oh. I, I don't remember who, she, which one she was, but she was neither of the ones that were selected. Mm. Um, the hair really threw me off on the yeah, stranger. Yeah, yeah, I didn't weird. dig that. Why not found, a mask or something? Yeah. I found it interesting. That's how they chose to depict the stranger. Yeah. But was that not how they normally do it? <laughs> was that the hair? Like whatever. I don't know. In front of the face? I don't think so. Oh, no, that the hair-like substance was on the uh, weirwood tree. Oh, okay. We we decided moss. <clears throat> gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's right. I don't know that I support moss. So anyways, Lancel busts in. Lancel busts in. Uh, like slaps the shit does. out of Olivar. Yeah. <laughs> um, steals his beard. Steals his beard? Because he, he says, like, this establishment is owned by Peter Baelish. Bam! <laughs> it was good. Uh, like, we don't fucking care. We know. We're aware of what's happening here. Um, then they bloody up the high septum a little bit and make him walk naked. And then they were beating the shit out of him every time he... When he tried to cover his... Cover his, his junk. His stuff. Yeah, yeah. now they wanted him like, to, no, no, to no. feel the Let's pain. No, no, no. Let's see it all. Yeah, what I thought... What you that, working with here? That was a good little... Uh, see what I did there? Good yeah, little... Yeah, good It little. was a good uh, little uh, action on their part to 
keep him fully exposed in that moment, all in his glory. Then he is magically robed and makes his way into the small council chamber. And I just wrote small council, LOL. Cause he's trying to be like defending and like kind of coy about like what was happening. Um, but they, uh, they know what's he happening. He said he was ministering to them. Yeah. I also loved as he was addressing all of them and he yes. just looked at Kyburn and Kyburn's like, uh, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> That's what I feel like doing most of the time. And Pycelle <laughs> <Don't bother. laughs> was trying to defend it. Like people's private matters should stay private. Like, cause yeah, he's also, like, oh, yeah. Lauren Lord. was like, of course you a dirty, gross old, old man. man. Yeah. Um, this was an interesting, we're, we're, we've heard of the sparrows. Um, but this was the first time that we've really gotten to see them in action. Yeah. And they are different. Than I think that I originally thought religiously because um, they are not afraid to take some action. So interesting, like yin and yang busting into brothels and beating people up and making them walk naked. And then the soup kitchen. Yeah. Cause immediately after that, Cersei leaves that meeting to go find this high sparrow and he's like a I de- liked him. decent dude. I was, I have on yeah. here to ask like, what do we think about him? Who, who is he? What else has he played? He go ahead. No, you you do it. He's the governor in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, so many okay. pirates. Yeah, I was like, yeah, so why we, do we I know Harry this Potter guy. crossovers? And we get pirates crossovers. Yeah, it's fun. Perfect. Yeah. Um, he's good. Yeah. I so you like him? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, I I think he's good. What your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> he's so down to earth, and and nothing he said was like preachy. Or it was very much just like a right, and like he wasn't prepared for this conversation. Nope. So like, what? Why don't you have shoes on? I gave them to someone else. Yeah, someone who needed them more. And he's he, <clears throat> he's the leader of this religion, religious movement, but mm-hmm. he's there serving in a soup kitchen. Right. right. He actually says that the high sparrow is not a name that like right. he your enemy. It, yeah, he says someone, that someone else gave made up. Yeah, I and, found it a small burden to bear. I liked. Uh, he gave some other names. I liked King Turtle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good one. He's just, he seems like a reasonable down to earth guy. Yeah. And he's just walking around giving out soup and bread and caring for people, loving people. I'm yeah, into that shit. That's great. Dare I say Jesus vibes? Yeah. Whoa. Definitely Jesus vibes. I he's got Jesus vibes, and the people running around beating people <laughs> have Christian Hard vibes. Hard Christian vibes. It's great. It does seem like he sanctioned that. Just want to throw that out there. I thought he said something like they got crazy. Yeah. He said that they were a little harsh with the knife. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He did say that. Or I don't know if he said a little harsh. He said something. They were a little. Mm-hmm. Oh, bl- oh little with the extra. lance. Because he was talking. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, because we were lancing the boil. Yep. And lancel. And lancel. We were lanceling yeah. the boil. Gross. Um, but so we're fans of the High Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Not a fan of Cersei. <laughs> I just never. I can't deal with her. She didn't do too bad here. No, but she she's clearly seeing another opportunity. Oh, yeah. The whole she, crown and religion thing was very gross. She's never given a shit about religion, but she sees potentially a new opportunity. Trump vibes? Yes. Yes. <laughs> a lot of vibes. Have, yeah, right. A lot of vibes. A lot of vibes happening here. A lot of vibes. Um, We're going to see Cersei have a picture holding the seven-pointed star. Maybe. Do we feel like the high sparrow is someone who's gonna play her game or be or be swayed by this proposition about the crown and the religious union and the power that can be. 
I'd be interested to see what happens because I can totally see him refusing based off of his beliefs. I can also see him accepting because he is trying to advance the goodness of the whatever. And this is the way that he has to do it. Kind of taking one for the team, like making right. a tough decision for the greater good. Yeah. For the greater good. Mm, great Grindelwald vibes. Yeah. We're all about the vibes. Yep. Or uh, <laughs> hot, hot fuzz vibes. I have never seen hot fuzz. What? Have you seen Shaun of the Dead? Nope. You should watch those movies. Similar. They're delightful. Never seen either of them. That's fine. I think that uh, Shaun of the Dead at one point was on a streaming service, and I added it to my list and never watched it. I don't know if I ever saw Hot Fuzz. I saw Shaun of the Dead, and I saw the like trailer for Hot Fuzz, and was like, okay. <laughs> I feel like it's just going to be another Hot Shaun of Fuzz the Dead. Hot Fuzz is funny. It's yeah. not Shaun of the Dead, but it's in Esk. the same vein. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I wonder if, like, if the High Sparrow is... Playing the part. It's always possible with this kind of thing. I don't know, though. He was definitely caught in a situation he didn't expect and just kind of kept doing his thing. He seemed pretty unbothered by her presence. Yeah. He didn't care that she was the queen regent or dowager queen or whatever the fuck we're calling her these days. Um, He just seemed like, this is what I do, and it doesn't matter who's here. I'm going to keep doing my thing. I don't know. He okay. could be playing a part. Game of Thrones does that. Yeah, they do. But he was also like, yeah, they keep telling me I'm special because I told them they're not special. And No. Yeah, because I told them I'm not special. And they think that that is special. Right. Which makes them think I'm special. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's It'll be interesting to see. This is a storyline that I'm excited about. There's several storylines happening right now. I couldn't care any less about. This is one that I am excited really? about. Really? Because this is one when I was watching originally and still and watching now that I don't give a fuck about. I think I'm intrigued by the religious aspect because that's been a huge part of my life for, well, for a lot of years. Not as much now. But I think that there are some of the, like we talked about, with he, he does give very Jesus vibes. His followers give very American Christian vibes. And they was, don't seem to line up. I think that it's those kinds of like parallels that I think are intriguing to me. I also, anyone who is potentially a rival to Cersei, I like them. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm like, okay, Stan, or not Stannis. Gosh, I'm like, Tywin's gone, so maybe this is the next person who keeps are you, her. You attracted to this check. guy too? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. He's not your type. No, not really. What about put the wig on from Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, maybe back that. back in the driver's seat. <laughs> what about the shoes from Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh, definitely the shoes. Love it. I love a man in a heel. <laughs> yeah, little little cloppers. Yeah, just text Aaron. <laughs> hey, bud, if you Grab don't have heels, if you don't have any heels, you may want to invest. Um, yeah, I. So that's interesting. Like maybe he's the one that's gonna keep her in check. Mm-hmm. That would be. Interesting. It would be very different than Tywin, his method, I think. Just a little bit. Um, But still possible for him to do it just a different way. I think she got had gotten used to Tywin's method, so maybe his method, because it's so different, will catch her off guard. It feels like something that would frustrate her. Mm -hmm. His nonchalantness would be like a problem for her, I think. Um, I like that. It's good. 
Then we go to Kyburn in Cersei. Yeah. Quick little trip to Kyburn's lab. And like Dexter's lab, but a little Dexter's laboratory. A little less I'm gonna do fromage. Yeah, a little, little different. Uh can I have the tongue burners? I think the main I think the main thing in this scene there's two two main things. One, Cersei's visiting simply to tell him to write a uh write a uh a, a letter to Littlefinger. And she doesn't really tell us Yeah. Doesn't tell us what's in there. You got it. But she does say that uh like make sure that he understands the word immediately. So I don't know if that means is she calling him to King's Landing immediately? Is she telling him to stop doing something immediately or do something immediately? <laughs> a lot of options. A lot of <laughs> options here. What do you think? Uh, I think it's come here immediately. Hmm. What purpose could she have for Littlefinger? Um, I don't know. I'm interested to know if she knows about Sansa. Interesting. Kyburn is now the master of whispers. Interesting. So. Yeah. And then the other main thing that happens in this scene is the furniture moves. Yep. <laughs> it does. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty aggressively big, huge a big critter. Yeah. <laughs> big big critter, critter under that sheet. Kyburn's so unbothered by yeah. this. <laughs> he goes, <"Rah!" laughs> like something. Easy, what does he say? He oh. easy friend. Easy friend. <laughs> yeah, it just keeps writing. Like I would, I would lose my mind. Uh, it's very Frankenstein-y. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, for sure. Which is obviously the, I mean, the point. But it's, it was very like, oh my god, and he just didn't care. It's a quick little part, like right when the scene opens, where he's grabbing the rat out of the cage, and then he like puts the knife in it, and like kind of pops. It's like, ooh, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's very disgusting, but it's just funny. Yeah, Kyburn is, he is a good character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Still yeah. a lot of mystery to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's also got like a little of that like light airiness, silly like. But he's also into some weird shit. Yeah, yeah and obviously doesn't take himself too seriously because his email signature is doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love that. Yeah, just a little bit of like mad scientist, but not like super crazy. Just, just a touch. Yeah, not like super villain, like trying to take over the world, but just kind of like I want to just do my own thing. I want to yeah. do what I want to do, and I don't want anyone to bother me. I'll take that right. dwarf's head. Yeah. Bring that head over here. It'll help me in my research. This is going in the trash. Doesn't seem like it's going to inconvenience anybody. Are you going to finish that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I guess if you're going to throw it away, I guess I'll take it. Yeah. Um, I'll keep picking at it. Yeah. 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 Ugh. Gross. Um, Are you done with this? So the mountain is functioning. (laughs) Or whoever's under that furniture. I mean, yeah, you're right. That's not so good. I'm just kidding. Um... Then we're back to Winterfell. Ram, this is the Ramsey and Littlefinger where they're like talking. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can never hear. Sansa walks by Reek, Reek, and how like self-absorbed do you have to be to walk within four feet of somebody that you grew up with? He looks and not very different. different. He's very different. Really? He's also like crouched on the ground and facing I, the his back. I feel like I, I feel like every person in this room would have noticed him. <laughs> he looks so different. Okay. I was I mean, watching it thinking, like, you didn't see him? I'm going to look up a picture of early Theon. Because, uh, remember, it's been years yeah. since she saw him. And, um, like, he doesn't even get to bathe himself anymore. No? Are we... I mean, I know he looks different. Yeah, but I'm going to prove it. Okay. <laughs> Great. No, it made me more think about, like, ooh, like, I wonder how Theon is going to have a role in... Whatever Sansa 
Ramsey things that end up happening. Because mm. he seems yeah, like, like, at least in this episode... I'm sorry? Like pro Sansa or con Pro Sansa. Okay. Because he's seen this episode and like the very few times that we've seen him, like he's like on the verge of breaking a little mm-hmm. bit. Okay. Like looking at those flayed people kind of like looked like it was just like Having some teetering remorse. on the edge. Breaking seeing the Seeing Sansa was just like, uh, uh, and then seeing her again, it's like he's just right on the edge and like something's going to just tip him off and either he's going to go, obviously one way or the other, but I kind of think he's going to go like Sansa side of things. Okay. If for no other reason than to maybe try for some sort of redemption. Yeah. Because he knows what, I mean, they're definitely giving that out a little bit. Like, you know, uh, him showing some remorse and like you're saying, like thinking of going up to Sansa, but, but then nah, I'm not going to do that. But he has also been very loyal to, uh, Ramsey. Yeah. But also like even, even the scene when, uh, like Roos was, Talking to Ramsey, like he kept like sneaking those looks over and then like acting like he wasn't listening. Like there's just been some little things okay. where like he doesn't seem like he's not loyal, but it seems like something's going on with him. Yeah. So okay, cool. Nice. We'll leave it there. Perfect. I don't. I'm. I'm like trying to. Right. We're all <laughs> yeah. trying to drag it out. Yeah. As no. So Justin can find a picture. Well, <laughs> Theon is so unimportant in the first couple seasons of this show. You can't even find a photo. They don't even have a photo of him. Yeah. So this is the Ramsey and Baelish uh, conversation that we were talking about earlier uh, in the in this episode, where it does seem like Ramsey is sincere with saying that I hope I can make her happy. Uh, you know, I'll you know I'll never hurt her. You have my word. Baelish is talking about how much she means to him, and Baelish also mentions like. Hey, I've not heard of you, and that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. So you're a little bit of an enigma at this point to him. Um, Did someone pay you to fit that word in? No. You just pulled that one out of your ass? I am an enigma. Yeah. Wrapped in a mystery. Yes. (laughs) I was like, what is that from? But that is fun job. Um, So, yeah, I I wonder if Baelish believes him. I don't. I wonder if Baelish believes anyone. Yeah. Good point. But someone that he, I think, I think probably not, and I think that the reason that I can confidently say that is because of the piece where he added, like, I don't really know anything about you. Yeah. Like him acknowledging that, I think, is his suspicion. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, I think that that's him telling him to, that's Littlefinger telling Ramsey, I don't know anything about you, and therefore I got my eyes on you, kind of thing. Um, I think that that's the piece that makes me believe he probably doesn't. Okay. Um, I would like, as maybe you mentioned earlier, I would like it to be so that Ramsey is being honest and actually does treat Sansa differently than we've seen him. Because we've seen him be like with when he's with Ruse, he he's in line, he's in check. But when he's with anyone else, like you know, that doesn't matter in his eyes. He kind of is his own being and does whatever he wants. But hopefully Sansa falls into that category of like, you matter. You actually have significant importance to my life. And so therefore I'm going to elevate you out of the crazy. Mm. Um, I hope that it's true, but I don't think that Littlefinger necessarily believes him. Okay. My take on it. Cool. Anything to add? 
a good take. <laughs> it is a good take. Kind of transitions from the conversation between Ruse and Baelish, or I'm sorry, uh, Ramsey and Baelish to Ruse and Baelish. And we kind of we get more of the other side of the plot with Littlefinger, where we know that he's already had the conversation with Sansa that, hey, this is an opportunity to avenge your family, yada, 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 yada. Uh, and now we see the other side where Baelish is saying, hey, you used to be aligned with the Lannisters. The Lannisters are not what they used to be. Uh, Tywin's gone. Tommen's a Tommen's not a king to be feared. Um, I have the Eerie. And the last time that the Lords of the Eerie and the Lord of Winterfell got together, they uh, threw off the Targaryen dynasty. So, or dynasty is how he says it. But yeah, it was interesting because both of them kind of like in this scene, they both took jabs at the other one for being aligned with the Lannisters. Mm-hmm. But both of you were aligned with the Lannisters. Like, so it was just, it kind of felt a little bit of a miss to me that both of them used that as ammunition against the other one. Cause you both have that in common. That actually is probably a uniting factor. Um, I want to hear on record. Uh, obviously, Ruse is firmly anti Lannister at this point. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he wants control of the North and wants to rule. Which side do you think Littlefinger actually takes? This is a cop-out answer, but I think he's on his side. Yeah, you're right. Roll those <laughs> eyes at me. That was so Keith of you. Well, that was so Justin of you. So which side does Littlefinger's story line with? And versus the Lannisters versus who? The Boltons. The Boltons for the time being, until whatever happens with Sansa happens. Okay, I like it. What do you think? You know, I don't you know, answer you know that. too much. I I just like to give you an opportunity. I know that you've seen some of this, uh-huh. but I know that you also slept a lot. So True. I'm gonna give you a chance. Thank you. Um, I I did like the letter exchange. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, uh, you said message for me. Can't help but notice. The seal's, seal's broken. Broken. <laughs> and he's like. like Duh. <laughs> I can't help to. If you get a writer in the night from the queen or the queen mother, then, you know, I'm going to read that shit. Yeah. And, and then, and then the, uh, can I borrow one of your birds? I'd like to, resp- you know, I feel like she's going to respond. I'd like to read that I'd response. I'd like to le- read the reply. Yeah. Uh, I just thought that was good. Yeah. I like, similar to Tywin. You love them and think they're great human beings and you want to model your life after them. Yes. Yeah. If yeah. you say you like Ruse Bolden, I'm going to lose my. Shit. I think Ruse Bolton is a phenomenal character. I'm losing my shit. <laughs> what? He's he a phenomenal character. He put He's his dagger in your love in the love of your life. Which makes him a phenomenal character. Wow. He worked himself in a position where he was in the room. I couldn't even watch him in a different show. <laughs> like, I yeah, I had a hard time watching him in yeah. that. Um He's in Wheel of Time. Mm. And totally uh, different character. Yeah, but I actually a, a good character, like nice yeah. and good, but I couldn't. I was like, I can't even fucking look at you. Okay, yeah, it was hard to not see Ruse. Ruse is a good character for this show. I agree. He brings all the elements of what Game of Thrones tries to embody in in a way that's very plot twisty, very hurts your heart, but very compelling. I just don't think he's that good at it though. Like he's not as good as Baelish or Tywin or Varys. Like he's just well, he's he has thus far been a pawn 
in Tywin's game. And that's what I mean. Like, I, I don't know if I... I mean, I agree that he's a good character for the show, but I don't think that he's... Is that not what I said? <laughs> he said he agrees. But? What's your but? I don't think he's good at what he does. Like, he, like Baelish is good at what he does, so, like, it, it's an intriguing character to me because I never know what he's doing, and I can... But I also can kind of see what he's doing. I mean, Ruse disrupted the entire power structure that was functioning in the North, totally dismantled the, the rebellion that was happening, and also seized control of the North, all with a pretty pretty quick moment. Okay. I think I would agree with you, Nick, that he's a lesser character and not necessarily as great as you know, the other people that you mentioned. But I do think particularly that comment that he made about like, we are a house that has made alliances and because of those alliances, we've made better alliances. Like, I think it's a little bit of both. I I just think that he... I just want my two dads to stop fighting. I just think he thus far, his role has been Tywin's undercover agent but now it's we're going to see we're going to I think now we're going to see if he's got it or not, because this is really the first time that he's been given the opportunity to be the, the lead guy. And thus far, he's just been a pawn and he's successfully carried out his missions. And I just want to punch him in his stupid fucking long I, nose. Face. I know I hate him. He doesn't have a lo- like a, a long nose out. But if you ever if you see the profile shot. It starts like on his forehead and goes all the way down. Like what the fuck? Man? I like the analysis of I his nose. Like I um I would like to stab him in the throat, yeah. but um I think he brings he's a he's a good character. Um, Can I chop his nose off first? Yeah, well, hell yeah. Okay. Uh, the throat and nose don't. They're not. We're not competing here. Okay. We can do it together at the same time if you want. Um, I just think he. I think he's gonna bring an interesting dynamic, and I think. I think Ramsey kind of under his wing is interesting because just like the mountain was uh, Tywin's mad dog, Ramsey's kind of like Ruse's ace in the hole. That's true. He can do shit yeah. that Ruse can't do um, because Ruse is the warden of the north, whereas Ramsey can, because he can always be like, oh, he he, he got a little crazy there. That's Sorry just about Ramsey that being Ramsey. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think that, um, yeah, I think that Ruse's, I think that we'll see whether or not he can take it to the next level. I just think him, him working himself into Rob's Rob's camp in, in, into a commander the way that he did while the whole time playing the double agent role, never leading Rob or anyone else to suspect it. It was just, it was good. It hurt a lot and I hate that it happened. Um, and I want him to die, but I think that, he he is an interesting character for the show. But before he dies, Justin's really excited about him. Yeah. I was glad when Tywin died, but I You were glad when I'm he was s- alive. I'm sorry. Um yeah, I was gl- I liked him when he was alive. I was glad he was there. Noted. Okay. Do you want to go to the next thing? Uh yeah. So we cut to Volantis. Um cool looking city, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool, but also kind of shitty looking. Yeah, but I like yeah. that. It looked. We've said that about every place. It so looked far. real. Yeah. Okay. Like, like almost not modern ish, but like our world real. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, I like the buildings and yeah, I, at least yeah. like the flyover. I really dug the all the build out on the bridge. Yeah, yeah, I thought like that was pretty cool. Big slave. It seems like a slave market, maybe. Yeah, yeah just the hands hanging from the. Big fan of that. For the record, yeah, big fan of the slave market. He's gonna huh? get ahead of this real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I see where this is going. Don't support. The slave trade yeah, at all. Like the, the Confederate statues. No, I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick to the the Mirni statues. Did you ever go back and see the Dentifloss? I did not. No, cheeks? no, I wasn't that intrigued. And he um, was envisioning yours. So why would he want to go back and see something? I worse? got the live action version. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Um, no, I I did say I was going to do that, and I did, I neglected to do so. All, almost like when you promised to bring cookies to the show and didn't. So uh-huh. I'll watch Dental Floss when you bring cookies. Okay. Deal? Fair. Okay. Um, so Tyrion wants to get out of the wheelhouse. I don't blame him. Yep. And Varys keeps giving him reasons to stay in it, and he keeps saying, I've got to get out of this He wheelhouse. keeps giving him the same reason same to reason. stay in it. <laughs> he says, I'm not sure the last time I saw a face that wasn't yours. <laughs> Ouch. Um, but it's it? a good face. That's yeah. what he said, yeah, right? Varys is like, it's a, good, it's, it's a perfectly good face. Um, it's a good face. So eventually Tyrion gets his way. He puts his hood on, wraps his scarf around his neck, and, and then immediately loses the scarf yeah, around his neck and takes his hood off. Uh, so he gets his way. They are walking through the slave market. Uh, wow, Justin's favorite place. I almost called you Tyrion, Tyrion and, and I almost called you Tywin. I'm okay with those. Yeah. Oh, called worse. Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> I literally have. Um, this we did get a little bit. Uh, we got a. We finally got to see. Uh, the face tattoo yeah. that identified mm-hmm. that um, um, Talissa. Face? Talissa had talked about when she told the story forever ago. Yeah, um, that's what the sh- that the the slave who had the the tattoo. Do you remember um, what the tattoo was? It was a fish, wasn't it? Maybe I don't remember. I, I think th- it was a fish. I think or a fish hook. It, it was. I think he was a fisherman. Okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, something. Yeah, she a does fisherman. mention it in season three, and then um. You know, we get a lot more of the explanations, uh, and they're all kind of sad. The hammer one, not not as sad, but the but the fly for a dung shoveler, yeah, that's fucked up. You really drew the short straw on that one. Well, I guess gingers better than the poop emoji on there. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver calls that chocolate ice cream. Ooh, Aww. yeah. Sometimes when the I face, innocence of a child, when I Facetime him, apparently Facetime has this feature where you can like. Like your emojis face on top of it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And he always likes to do the... I like the shark one. Chocolate ice cream. So he likes to be the chocolate ice cream? Yes. That's funny. Nice. And it's so innocent. Very innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, so they roll up on uh, a red priestess, which we've seen one of those before. Mm-hmm. We yeah. have. Uh, Tyrion had not seen a priestess. He had only seen a red priest. Yep. Thoros of Mir. Thoros of Mir. We, we know him. We do know him. Yep. Um, so she's, you know, talking about, uh, basically she's talking about Daenerys and, uh, and she mentions her being the savior. Tyrion's like, Oh, I didn't know we were going to see the savior. You should have told me that. And it kind of seems like maybe the red priest has heard him. Yeah. And Varys is like, really? Really? Yeah. Probably go. Can you shut the fuck up for 10 seconds? (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so they move from there to a brothel. Yes. And uh, we Tyrion. see somebody else in the brothel. We do. Somebody with a familiar face. Sad, sad Jorah. Yeah, just drinking himself. Mm. Not, not a, it didn't seem like a, he was a fan of uh, 
the, the Daenerys the, cosplay. Yeah, the, the make, yeah. Or he was really a fan of the Daenerys cosplay. The assless chaps. He was probably upset that he he wasn't with her at that moment. Yeah. That's probably what he was sad about. I did like the Tyrion line here because it just kind of was another dig at Varys. He wanted to talk to somebody with hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, and then so Tyrion finds a small business owner that is not selling her goods to, out. to anyone at the moment and starts to talk with her, um, makes her laugh, and then she's ready to take him back to the boom, boom room, and he realizes, I'm not there yet. Can't can't do it. Can't get quite over my dead girlfriend that I happen to be the one that killed. Yeah, I, I may or may not have murdered a whore just before I came here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if he'd have led with that, maybe she wouldn't have been as interested in the boom boom room. Maybe. Um, I was I was sad for Justin's sake that he didn't get to have a bath. Oh yeah, because they were. Because I'm sure yeah. he still hasn't washed the his poop hands. fingers. Yeah, I know. Poop fingers. Poop fingies. Ugh. Chocolate ice cream fingies. Yeah. Oh. So he tells her that he can't, um, and that he's as, as shocked as anyone. And he's going to go try to figure out what's going on. And it, the best place to start is by taking a piss. And it kind of looks similar to him piss off the wall. Being, off the wall. being off the wall. The edge of the world. Being off a different wall. Um, it's kind of his shtick at this point. Varys notices that he's left. Um, and you know, kind of seems like he tries to go find him. And then we see this figure walk b- up behind Tyrion. And I think... Originally, when I first saw the show, I thought it was Varys as well. Um, and Tyrion thinks it's Varys. I know that Keith knew it was Jorah. Keith? Did I knew he? it wasn't Varys. I didn't know it was Jorah. Did you know that Jorah was in there? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they showed him. I know, but oh. it was quick. It wasn't that quick. They showed him like more than one time. Well, one time we got him. Then the other time we got like a profile, but it wasn't like... He wasn't the focus of the shot. It was like looking from hit from like past him to. I think it would have been a lot cooler if they had not shown him in the brothel before, yeah. or if they would have at least shown him, but not so you could like really see who he was. Mm-hmm. Like they they didn't linger on him, but they were like, I was like, oh, it's a sad Jorah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was clearly Jorah. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been yeah. Obviously, it would have been more of a surprise. But so sometimes they do that where they give things away. If you had just held it back a couple more minutes or seconds. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's this path or this fine line that I like and hate where like, if they wouldn't have shown him at all and he's just there, I would have been upset because I'm like, how did he get there? Yeah. But like, if they show him too much, you're just like, okay, well it's saw that coming. Yeah. Jorah's going to go. I thought he was going to either push him or then when he was wrapping the rope around him, him, I thought he was going to hang him. Mm. And then he was like, I'm taking you to the queen. And I was like, I said, I was already going there. You don't have to do this. <laughs> right. Like, Come on. Yeah. Come in the box with me. Let's go. So How yeah. crazy would have would it have been to lose Tyrion in this episode? Super crazy. Like, that would have been nuts. Just mm-hmm. rope around the neck and push off the wall? Yeah. Ooh. And that's where you thought this was going? Halfway, just yeah. For, just yeah. for a, a split I mean, it, it doesn't... They don't give anything else away. Like, what else would he be doing? Well, and that's the thing. Like, each time a character can be in mortal peril, now I'm just like, okay, you are in mortal peril. Yeah. Or if you're lying in your bed and you just had sex with your wife for the first time, also mortal peril. 
Crossbow. Right. They've conditioned you. Yes. <laughs> Joffrey comes from the dead. Yeah. Or some weird trap that he said. Or the shadow of Stannis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So that's uh, cut to black. I'm taking you to the queen. Yep. Well, here's the thing, bud. I was going there anyway. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you're probably not going to get as a big of a welcome as you think you're going to get. I was, that, that was the piece I was wondering how you thought this was going to go yeah, over. Dan's going to be like, I don't care. Cool. Thanks. I yeah. get out of my city. I told you not to be here. Mm. Okay. I hope she doesn't kill him, but she very specifically was like, I don't want to see you. Do you think she sends Tyrion with him or keeps Tyrion, kicks out Jorah? I think it depends on what Varys does. Mm. If okay. Varys can like keep up with them and like show up, I think Tyrion might hang out. Okay. If not, I'm worried there's going to be some sort of joke about feeding of this to a dragon and it not being a full meal or something like that. <laughs> Wow, very uh, very specific in predictions this week. I'm trying. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So that's is that our next week corner or? Sure. Do you have anything else for next week? I don't think so. Lydia. Nope. How about you or uh, Nick? Um. Let's see. What do we What do we not get this episode? We did get Hodor. Dorn. No Dorn. Yeah. No, no, no Bran or Hodor. Um, we got John. We got Cersei. Got Sansa. Got Sansa. Got Arya. Uh, no, we Jamie get, and Bronn. Do we didn't get Danny. We didn't get Danny. Um, no, Jamie and Bronn. So we know they're on their way to Dorne, but we don't know mm-hmm. when they're going to be there. No, Gendry. Gendry's still rowing. Shockingly, yeah. Jorah stopped. We yeah. know that at least. Yeah, yeah, we know that they didn't meet up. Um. Well, I guess we don't know that. But. Yeah, unless the next episode, like, <laughs> Kendry's helping Troy bring Tyrion back. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Hey, you made it back. Um, okay, cool. Do you think we get more in the other in those other storylines? I don't know. I thought we were done with Brienne, and then we keep not being done with her. So. No. She I, keeps hanging around. Yeah, I'd like to see more of whatever the heck Bronn's doing up there, because... Let's show more, get more of the children, get more of the whatever weird man. Yeah, yeah. Brandon, Brandon Hodor and that crew. That's a storyline that like we haven't gotten in a couple episodes, three episodes. We got it at the end of the last season, yeah, no, but we it, haven't touched it this season. Um, they're not in season five. Okay, well, I feel like sometimes you say things that you don't need to He's say. He has said that already. I have. I know, Aha. but you keep you keep coming back to stuff that like. Because he just talked about like he would like to see that, and then you're like, "Too well, bad, I'm not yeah. watching the show this season." I had five bucks to to blow on that one. All right, well, leave it in there. Then. Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes I'm just spent. like trying to like get away from stuff, and you, you're just like, "Nope, I'm gonna say that Back anyway." Just put a hundred bucks in there, and then you're just covered for the rest. We've of been the we've show. been doing this for a while. Like, I know, and I always try to like prevent you from doing it. Nope. Because that's just like a detail that has never needed to be said. Bro, you knew I was going to put that five bucks back in there. I know. I was hoping it was for something different. Nah. Um, The storyline I'm most interested in at this point in the show is Dorne. The way Ilaria saying left that last Mm -hmm. conversation with Doran, there's there's lots to be... What was her last name? Sand. 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 She's a a bastard. She's a bastard. From Dorne. Sand. Cool. I um, think mine is Robin Talissa. 
That's who you really want to get back. I to really want to know what happens to them. I thought you. What were if going they showed Robin a shot Aaron, of Robin Talissa? Huh? What if they showed a shot of Robin Talissa? How would you feel about that? I probably wouldn't like it at this point. Right? Yeah, because he still probably got uh, his wolf's head. Attached I think to they're him, in heaven, but there's a lot of rotting. Since I don't believe in heaven, I'm gonna go no. Is there a heaven in we Game of Thrones made it world? So long. Um, I think so. It depends on which gods you support. I think. Okay, well, if you support the, the seven, the there's lots of afterlife. Is there? That's exciting. Yeah, Lydia, you're a you're a new gods person now. Yeah. After seeing the brothel yeah, scene, fully sold. Got it. <laughs> I could get behind that. Literally. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> Boom. Boom, baby. That's a good one to end on. <laughs> <laughs> We can end on that. All uh, right. Anything you want to add? No. No. Uh, well, thank you to our patrons. Yeah. Your guys are great. And girls. Woo. And thanks, Jordan. Whoa. Whoa. Go Braves, I guess. I'm here for it. All right. What? Thing, which which specific thing was the middle finger for this time? Oh, it was All of it. The, for the brand thing. Oh yeah.